a mean one, Mr. Trump. You really are a heel. You're as racist as a Klansman dipped in dumb, misguided zeal, Mr. Trump. You're a rotten orange with alarmingly fascist ideas. A monster, Mr. Trump. You say Muslims are uncontrolled. Claim they cheered on 9-11. Now you want to ban them all, Donald Trump. I wouldn't touch you despite your 39.5% polls. You hate Mexicans, Mr. Trump. Say Latino steel and rape. You want to build a wall and make Hispanics pay it all, Mr. Trump. Given the choice between you and Ben Carson, I'd choose. Oh, uh, do I do I have to pick? They're both awful. I, I don't want to support either, even as a joke. Welcome back to the <laughs> Devil's Advocate Podcast. Um Christmas edition, Christmas special edition. I am Brandon. I am joined again by Jim and Franklin. How are you guys doing today? Oh, not so well, bad. Good. Doing pretty good. Good. Um, so we're going to have a lot of fun on this episode, I think. Um, I. It's funny because like, I call this the Christmas special. We do it every year. We've Actually, there's only one on the feed that exists in 2018. So this will be the second of the annual tradition. Uh, yeah. to be, not to be fair, <laughs> I don't think that's because of lack of recording a Christmas episode. I don't think it is either. I think it's the lack of us getting them out on time yes, to be relevant to Christmas. Yeah. Um, the first year, I know that there were actual like recording, like there were issues with the recording. We had to just scrap it. Um, I think we talk about it on an episode, but so this is the, out of the many times that we've recorded this episode, this will be the second one <laughs> that, that the audience can see here. Um, so we are going to forego the high point today because I am hoping that's my hope for this show is that it's a high point. Um, I want to do two things before I start out one. We got flack from one listener in particular uh, for being, if you remember on the last Christmas episode, which was 65, um, if you're scrolling back, uh, the we, we played a game. We're going to, a bracket style game um, where we had Christmas gifts from our childhood face off. We're going to do a, the same game with a different category this time. Um, Christina was not a fan of how not only did we overlook the Easy Bake Oven, but we shit on the Easy Bake Oven because (laughs) as four males that grew up in the 90s, we didn't play with them. So I I made a statement in the thread a few weeks ago, and I delivered. We have an Easy Bake Oven uh, three feet away. It's not pink either. It is not pink. It's gender neutral. Maybe it's because of like cell phones and modern technology. Much bigger than I remember. Yeah, it's, Holy shit. Yeah. it's like an oven. It's huge. I'm convinced that I'm going to start a fire in a couple of minutes, but <laughs> we're going to try to make a yellow cake 
Um, <laughs> so you missed it. Whenever you ran upstairs a little minute ago, I played "We Didn't Start the Fire" by Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, we might be playing that before. If this, this might be. If the Easy Bake Oven is the reason this episode doesn't come out, <laughs> that will be a disappointment. <laughs> Uh, I went to pain, I, painstaking lengths. That's not episode, true. I called my awesome sister who finds everything and got one in a few days. So um, I hope it does start a fire because that will be a great episode. I really, really, I really well, hope it does a, a small We're in my fire. home. A small <laughs> fire, guys. Come on. A small fire. We don't Just even... for the excitement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be exciting. Um, okay, like so. Like the tree on uh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> so do you actually want to be in charge of it? Like, are you more accessible to moving than I am? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, oh, you know what? I haven't even done totally my... Although, we're relying on me to... Like, if it wasn't going to taste good before, me being the cook is going to do nothing for it. Well, we've already uh, we've, we've already whipped up the batter. So, you, like, there's nothing to fuck up except catching it on fire. <laughs> um, and the guy who wants to see it caught on fire is the guy now... In- put in charge of making this sure it doesn't true. catch on okay, fire. Okay, I'm realizing the flaws in these plans. <laughs> I think it also has to be said that not only do you have an easy bake oven, you've went all out. We have more cookies than we will ever get. Like, you know most of those are going to go hard there's, before we ever eat those. I can't there's even eat cookies. most of those. There's candy wrapped in Christmas And instead of wrappers. letting your kids enjoy a festive treat, you're like, no. There's holiday fucking... M&M's. <laughs> They're going to be props for an audio podcast. No, we'll, we will, yeah, right? Um, it'll It'll be fine. It'll be fine. They'll get their cookies. Like, we're not going to, as you have both stated, and I can't eat this any of this shit. Um, if you don't eat it now, then they're going to they're gonna get it in, a, in the morning anyway. So we'll be fine. All right. So I've decided as a male that grew up in the 90s, I don't care to find this art, like, bad enough. So we're going to wing it. And we're going to go with, like, 10 minutes on the Easy Bake Oven. And then as long as it's not on fire, we're in uh, good shape. And, I mean, if it's not edible, I don't really care. (laughs) I just, like, for historic value (laughs) um, and for little girls' Christmases everywhere, I I have an Easy Bake Oven. I want to use it. (laughs) So So we're trying. Right. We're trying. Uh, I hope we do all this for one listener. Like they have, they have hold quite a. I would us. hope that there are other females that listen to the show that were also like, "Man, the Easy Bake Oven really got snubbed on this." Yeah, just like so did Baby. It's cold outside. I no longer agree with my former position. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, in in place of, I'm gonna let you. Uh, start up the easy bake oven. The pan's there. The uh, I got this. Yeah, you're you're good to go. We'll just set ten minutes on the clock, um, and then I want to do uh, in the meantime while that's cooking a little bit of a. There's a so you just slide it in the side. It's like a pizza oven. Yeah, but the other way. Nope, other side. There's directions on it, right? No, I'm reading the directions wrong. I'm going to set this shit on fire. <laughs> so if we un- if it catches on fire, but we unplug it, we should be good, right? I'd imagine. <laughs> Is that how fires work? Well, the craziest thing, so like usually an oven fire, you can just shut the oven off and keep it closed and nothing comes of it. Well, this thing is made of plastic. Yeah. So, <laughs> although I'm pretty sure we might be freaking out 
a little bit. I'm pretty sure it's a light bulb in there cooking it. So, yeah. like, chances are it's not going to catch on fire. And we're just very inexperienced at easy bake mm. ovens. If you overheat copper enough. Fair enough. That is also a cheapo pan from Amazon, so let's hope that I love it's that. Like... <laughs> the Amazon pan in there. <laughs> so, if Bezos fucked me, man. I love the idea there are like three women listening to me and like, like, no, those order, things leave real scars, it's like guys. like ordering new nunchucks for the Switch that won't fit into the controller because they're slightly <laughs> right. bigger so they don't get sued. All right, those three females, those three female listeners are like, what, they're, this, whatever horrible thing happened to them as a child is about to happen to us. And they know it, <laughs> and we don't yet. Um, they're over there like Mr. Burns rubbing his fingers together. Right. This Good. is going to be great. These assholes Good. fucked us on this gift last time. Excellent. You ever, you ever had seared fingertips? <laughs> um, okay, so I want to do. Uh, I got you guys a gift um, for in honor of the Christmas season and oh, gift exchange, gift I got exchange, you guys gifts too. Yes, I want uh, kind of. I want to do this because mostly uh, because 2020 has been a shit year, um, and like in a lot of ways. You both have helped me maintain sanity um, by being as available as you've both been this year, and I think like I I feel like the the podcast has benefited from that, and I just like so as kind of a way of saying thank you and Merry Christmas. Um, I got you each something, and we'll talk about these. Jim, this one is for you. Jim's is bigger. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so these are these are. Every time I come over here, I I bring a little bit of beer and whiskey, but I still feel bad for not having something. Oh, although yeah. I brought peanut butter whiskey this time. There you go. Oh my god, that was that's a highlight. Yeah. Are we opening these yet? Oh yeah, you guys oh, yeah. can you guys can open them. So they both have kind of a theme, and we'll talk about it in a second. It's gonna be weird because, well, you'll see in a second. They're novelty gifts to an extent. Like hey, uh. But it's a, it's going to be a weird it's going to be an interesting conversation because we're going to uh we'll be promoting other things through this. I wore my pajama pants. I don't put my knife in my pajama pants. <laughs> and Jim, you better know that this was hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my god, I can't believe you got that. So tell uh, the listeners what it is. It is a uh, it's a coffee mug with an emotional support pelican on it, which is a <laughs> logo from a, a favorite podcast of ours, Knowledge Right, that yes. we listen to all the time. That's amazing, man. Yeah, uh, emotional support pelican. Yeah. Emotional support pelican. Yeah, Knowledge Fight is the is that very nice Alex Jones podcast. Not Alex Jones podcast. Makes fun of him. Yes. Yeah. Not only did I like that because that's a great design and a great joke they made, but like I like supporting a yeah like, as you right. should support any local podcast. Local. <laughs> Global, <laughs> right? So, so Jim, this this took a little bit for me. <laughs> I got a Joe Rogan candle. <laughs> so you have to, so you have to imagine this. Uh, th- this is like a church candle, right? One like a yeah, like a the, saint candle, and it's got the uh, the stained glass in the background. Um, Very Catholic. And you, uh, Joe Rogan, is the patron saint of Elkmeat, DMT, and Spotify. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I figure. I love that it's just his head photoshopped onto an actual like. Onto a saint. Yeah. Although I gotta say, if he doesn't start 
swinging back in the other direction, I'm probably not going to listen to Joe Rogan anymore. <laughs> yeah, which I, is, is saying something for me because like, that's huge. I've I've loved this guy for a long time. Yeah, like, if am, there was one man who I could live his life, it would have been Joe Rogan for a long time. But I, he's like gone really far down the Alex Jones rabbit hole, and he's like actually, you know, saying things like he's misunderstood, and. uh no. Yeah. No, no, he's not. No, he's like, not. He's, he's been beating this horse for a while. We know exactly what Alex Jones is about. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, I don't hate Joe Rogan. I think that he yeah, I, is, I mean, is funny. He can be funny. Um, I love his stand-up. But I think that he has a bigger responsibility to his audience and, and to pop culture than he would than he would agree last, with and that his audience months, would. I have loved this podcast. Because he had on a ton of super interesting individuals. Yeah. Like, shit. I could list them off, but we'd be here all night. Right. I also love the idea they didn't have a lot of money behind him. He did his five minutes of ads at the beginning, and he did, like, now there's a hundred million dollar pocket. Like, I, well, things he, like, he, he never made are, his money off of yeah. doing this. Like, he, yeah. he, he was making all of his money from the UFC, really. And yeah. He, like, or, you he, know, he had or some money up. in stand up, but it wasn't like a really lucrative career. My thought. Because he hasn't had any huge specials. He's had two yeah. Netflix specials. But and prior we, to that, and he had his he albums back in the day, but he yeah. he's always released sporadically anyway. And he, he was on a couple and of he's TV got his shows, fear factor like, money. He he was a successful comedian, but he wasn't like a superstar comedian. Yeah, he never played Carnegie Hall. He was never a Louis Louis C.K. kind of level of yeah. Right. Yeah. He also. I yeah. hope both of our gifts are kind of inspired by Alex Jones in a weird way. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, or well, by podcasting. I know you're, you're well, podcasting. Yeah, I, I definitely phase. appreciate the camel though, because I, I I still like Joe. I just, I'm really hoping he changes his. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna appreciate this a little less, but I got you guys a small gift too. Yours, you are a lot harder small to small gift, and it's a giant well, bag that's kind of. You'll you'll realize why it's small <laughs> for you. It's a lot harder to buy for you because I don't know what like, it, what you need at home versus Brandon. I'm at his home all the Ooh. time. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. I've just felt the the beard cap. This is a nice one, Imperial Ranger. Yeah, of all the IPAs, which I'm kind of, yeah, indifferent to, that's the one I usually go to because I know it's never going to disappoint. So this is, I'm also not in a place usually where I can spend $10 on something I might enjoy or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, How far into that are we? Um, When I'm smelling shit cooking in my Yeah, but yeah, we're halfway through. (laughs) It's weird to me. That's it's weird. I don't have any candles going usually, or anything. Usually this basement Johnson smells a lot here. worse. We're not smelling what the rock is cooking. <laughs> right. So, so I'm going to say that this is one of two things. This yeah. is either a puppy calendar or something. Uh, or probably. Fireman. Uh, probably. Let me, let me just open it real quick. A vinyl. Could it be a vinyl? Holy shit. No way. <laughs> Oh, dude, this is fucking dope. Is the Marshall Mathers LP? This no, it's actually Eminem. the worst Eminem album ever made. Yes, but that's so good for me. <laughs> infinite. Like, Infinite, yeah. Um, that's awesome. Like this. Yeah, not only the first one. I think it's also a different color. It's like, uh, is it clear purple? There's a sticker on the front. It's not open yet, but uh, it should say whatever. Like, it's a cl- uh, or clear or something, maybe not. It says colored vinyl. Yeah, I'm not sure what color, though, but... That's awesome. I so what's awesome about this is this is the only album that I've only heard on Spotify. The only song from this is Infinite. You, there is no other one. This yeah. is not like I mean you could find it on like YouTube and shit, but I can't listen to it in the car. I can't listen to it on any of my systems without like a shitty quality. So this is great. I'm excited about this cuz I haven't heard most of these songs. Uh, 
that's awesome. Thank you very I, much. I was going through it like I was gonna because I don't know, Jim, if you even listen to CD. I'm assuming you probably do most of Spotify too. Because I was gonna get you guys both something music related. I do Pandora because. Oh yeah, it. but uh, I knew you have a record like, player, I'm at that Brandon. threshold. Like I, and it's hilarious how much I love music. How much it, music has an influence on in my life. But like I pay for Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I pay for Disney Plus, and I had I, like I pay for cable internet at at some point i gotta stop paying for monthly subscriptions <laughs> <Right. laughs> i will tell you though that you are missing out because spotify no, is so good everybody yeah. tells it's me that. so good and the the only reason i haven't switched is because i can't justify another 10 bucks a month now i will say that i'm like, lucky it, in that my sister has a family account and she only has two kids and her husband so there's five people so i got that coveted fifth spot for right. free but it has been the app that if she like canceled it tomorrow, I'd be like, I, I'm probably gonna have to pay for it. I use it every day. Oh yeah, I use me it too. too much not to. I like I use it for everything. I use it when I'm listening back to like, us from, from to make sure that, that I, I didn't fuck anything up. <laughs> like is that it's it's night and day better than Pandora because Pandora you only get like X amount of songs off of every album. Yeah, like they right. all like out of like twelve songs they'll give you eight. Right. There are a couple. I mean, I don't know. I just, like, what was crazy to me is I didn't even know Pandora still existed until you told me that Pandora I didn't know still existed. <laughs> I didn't know it was hurting. Yeah. I'm over here like, yeah, it's still my go-to app. Like, <laughs> you're like the one guy still on Facebook or on MySpace who's yeah. like, Tom's here, but no one else is. So, I'm 31, like, almost is, 32 years old, Have you guys. worked in a mall your whole life? Pandora. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, I'm the mall kiosk version of music. <laughs> right. Uh, so, um, so also there's one more thing, uh, that was the, the little stocking on the side of the desk. It wouldn't fit in there. Um, but what those are, I actually ordered a while ago. Those are gifts that aren't going to leave the studio. Um, those are for your headphones so that they're not cluttering up your workspace. You can slap that thing under the, under the table there, probably in the corner. I'm thinking yeah. is the, is the most space there. Oh, it's got like little double-sided adhesive yeah yeah 3m very nice so that way you'll be able to to have more of a space when you're not when you don't have the headphones on um i feel like a real mcassle not bringing anything oh shut up that's not peanut butter whiskey and that whiskey like yeah that's more than enough yeah don't like that's not i didn't know they made peanut butter whiskey before today and uh, i don't think i'm gonna forget it well and it's super rare too like you can only find it at certain stores where did you what stores can you get it Oh, I know okay. that for well, a fact. I know where uh, a couple of those are. You, you can probably find it at Walmart because they have everything. But it's not cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Correct. It's more, more expensive. I think than we can Walmart. get sued for that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that bird is fucking. I don't. It's probably. not their same commercials anymore, though. But who knows? We might get. We could potentially Cause the, cause get the sued. Because the old man died. For some of the music on this episode too, but I'm gonna link to all of it anyway. So we'll see. Um, you we don't, don't own the rights to this music, right? <laughs> Is that how it works? Santa does. No True. Really we does. don't own the rights to to any of the shit we're playing on this one. We, hey, oh sweet, are we done? Um, I don't know. Well, let's check it. Let's check it and see if it if it holds up. We're definitely gonna start a fire. I'm having a seriously hard time getting this like sticker label off. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. You ever, dude, I've had things that I've tried to, like, put together in the house before that have adhesive, and it's, like, harder to get the sticker apart than it is to to do whatever the fucking task is. 
I'm struggling over here, man. <laughs> Frank's struggling too. Shit's going crazy down here. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't look done. No, it's not. That's okay. It can just sit there. It's like a no bake cookie. <laughs> no, but that's like warm cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It was a valiant effort for our first time. To be fair, that wasn't the exact easy bake uh, recipe either. We added shit to that, so I will say it looks it a lot been... like the, like uh, batter if you just put it under a light bulb for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah, warming lamp. It, it <laughs> the restaurant warming lamp delivers on what it advertises. So uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously we'll play the game in a little bit. We'll also do some Christmas fun facts. Um, because I've got I a fucking it. bunch of them. There you go. <laughs> um, but before we do that, I wanted to um, get the politics out of the way. In the first stain of Trump's mess after election loss, he called for mail-in ballots to be tossed. In the second stain of Trump's mess, he said he won't concede. Filing several lawsuits while his willing cultish party all agreed. In the third stain of Trump's mess, Joe Biden won, Trump said. Because of all the rigging, still with zero freaking evidence provided, just debris of anecdotes inside his head. In the fourth stain of Trump's mass conspiracy, he churned. Dominion switched the votes from Trump over to Biden. Ballots they've been hiding. He demands the whole thing to be overturned. Demands the whole thing to be overturned. In the fifth stain of Trump's mess, he won the votes thrown out. Toss them in the trash. Then name him the winner, legislate defectors, pick some new electors, and they slurp it up like water in a drought. up like water in a drought. In the sixth stain of Trump's mess, his legal team decides to hold a quick press conference with no evidence. Proclaiming widespread fraud, rehashing crazy theories, lawsuits get dismissed, and the courts imply it's time that they desist. In the seventh stain of Trump's mess, Sidney Powell's fire to crazy for the party, that's some serious crazy kick, kick out of the nut house. Two whacked out for white jobs, but okay with blue jobs, how she convolutes. And she goes ahead and files more lawsuits. Alright, so let's get into some War on Christmas. That's the, the GOP's special for Christmas, is always the, just... The War on Christmas. They hate us! Liberals, liberals hate it. Uh, liberals hate Christmas. It was kind of a primer to their whole, like, we believe in a bunch of conspiracy bullshit, right? It was the first big conspiracy it that was, they're like, oh, we're being persecuted. People don't want you to say Merry Christmas, even though it's Bill O'Reilly really made his home in it, like, at during the holidays. Like, yeah. Bill, and Bill O'Reilly may have, like, I don't, I doubt that he started it, popularized the shit out of it, though. Uh, back, if you remember, in the in the uh, late Bush years, early Obama years, yeah. when O'Reilly was still a is that big whenever, presence. Whenever they started Fox. making a big deal about not saying Merry Christmas, not yeah, saying Merry Christmas. Yep. 
to me is the ultimate Whoop irony. Do, Christmas tree or holiday because tree. These are the same people that always gripe about the government shouldn't tell uh, a, a small business or a business owner what they can do or what they can allow. If they want right. to bake a, a cake for a you know a gay wedding, well, they that, should be allowed like, to The biggest thing they, they own is religious freedom, the right to religious well, yeah, freedom. But like, it's the, oh, the, oh the, so you care about you and yours alone. The ultimate irony that Bill O'Reilly would be like, oh, they're not letting these businesses are telling their employees to say, you know, happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Like, yeah, because as a business, they understand the fact that not only Christians are going to fucking shop with them. Right. Like, yeah. And it makes business sense not to piss or just to be fucking courteous. Like, well, and again, like we did the whole the, uh, the whole argument on the last one. But like there are more than there's more than one holiday at the end of the year. Like you don't have to be specific. Yeah. I, I say the one that I celebrate. Well, happy holidays like, covers all of them. Yeah. Pretty much. That's always been my theory. So, but what is funny is there is one, there, there's one family that like really, really wants to reignite the war on Christmas, even though most, even conservative outlets have, have pretty much stopped the bullshit. Um, there is one family that, that has not. Under Biden, there will be no school, no graduations, no weddings, no Thanksgivings. No Easter's, no Christmases, and no Fourth of July. Other than that, you're gonna have a wonderful life. I think that wonderful life I, is trademarked. As if, as if it's gonna last all four years. Right. Why? Yeah. Like, I, ideally, is he talking after, about the co- like COVID ideally, restrictions? Yeah. Yeah. Ideally, okay. after Easter, we're not gonna have to deal with this anymore. So no, I'll be, I'll much. be, I'll be a hundred percent percent honest with you trump is such a batshit crazy person that i could have imagined that have been he could no have said more that holiday congregations ever fucking, he could he could have said that at any time yeah before covid and it was it would have made just as much sense yep coming out of his mouth well he t- he it was weird when he like said that this was a couple of months ago i think that one was in october um but he was the first one to really bring it back up. Like all of the the right wing media had kind of cooled out on that shit. People aren't saying it because if you type in "war on Christmas" on Google, well, he knows the that majority of the shit is like, "Hey, he knows fake his war on Christmas." Right? Yeah, they do. Um, the Q folk. It's all pandering. Um, so he took it a step farther in Vegas. I had the first clip uh, labeled "Biden cancels Christmas." This one's labeled "Biden cancels Vegas." <laughs> Under the Biden lockdown, the lights of Reno and Las Vegas were extinguished. Carson City will become a ghost town. If he comes in, Carson City will become a ghost town. And the Christmas season will be canceled. Look, remember I said we're going to bring back Christmas, right? The name? Remember? Bring it back. Remember? Bringing it back. I used to go around. Do, do you remember? Saying we will I bring because I saw these big departments. Listen so to you know, his credit. Politically correct. So they say, uh, have a great season. I said, no, I don't want to have a great season. I want to say Merry Christmas. Say Merry Christmas. Now they're all saying Merry Christmas again. He brought the word Christmas back. Yeah, you remember that pre- presidential order he signed? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Number four, five, six, like that, that, that said that every right. department store employee had to say Merry Christmas. No one, fu- what idiot believes that? And the fact that people are cheering that, like they all say it now. They're right, robots, no, they man. don't. Yeah, just Kool Aid drinkers. Yeah. Well, until we get another I'm black president, you, pe- and then people that they don't. go, people that go to political rallies, they don't even need to be there. They're already fired up. That's mm. why they're there. Exactly. That's a very good point. Like it, it's no. the most 
pointless it really is. waste of money I've ever seen in my Political life. Political rallies. There are other rallies that I can get behind. Like, I can get behind, like, movements for justice and shit. But, yeah, like, if you're there to see Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders or, like, nobody's going to tell you anything that you don't already, like, know your position on. Yeah. Like, you're there because yeah. you know your position. Can you guys imagine? I, I think I could have maybe with Obama in 2008. I might have been just young enough and naive enough that I could have been in a rally and, like, cheered blindly for something he said at everything or whatever. Yeah. Because I'm so swept sure. up in the crowd mentality or Yeah, whatever. sure. But I don't it, think nowadays, I mean... But in 08, we were, like... I was young. We were barely old enough to vote. I was just old enough to vote. I was like 18. Yeah, I could see dumb 18-year-olds doing that, sure. So, But that's not not a crowd of fucking 18-year-olds. I can see the crowd of maskless idiots. And we know that based on the numbers, Trump doesn't get a lot of young people. No. Um, So, so, I don't know. I pulled this article um, that was from... I think the Washington Post, I, I might be misquoting this. Like I said, everything I pulled for this episode, I'm going to put in the links because I'm using a lot of other people's work. Um, so here, here's what I got. After four, or after spending the past four years in a correspondent, in a co-despondent relationship haze with the outgoing president, Fox News has... Uh, oh, listen to the cat making an entrance. That was standing coming down the chimney. <laughs> it was. <laughs> That was such a better cover. <laughs> um, uh, has, so Fox News has now some programming decisions to make uh, regarding whether it will aim its outrage gun toward Donald Golden Goose Trump, or where it will where it will aim its gun now that he is not around. Um, let's see. Of, of course, this holiday season and the culture wars. And the culture wars fought around it will not be like past years. A global pandemic that is worsening by the day across the country has already taken nearly 250,000 lives, almost 300,000 now. Um, The severity of the outbreak has led some state and local governments to issue mitigation guidelines ahead of the holiday season, including advising residents not to travel, limiting the number of people allowed. You definitely got to look at it in this perspective, too. Like, we, we have three of the top 10 worst days as far as Americans dying in one instant, well, not instant, like, in one day. Mm-hmm. Ever. Th- three of the top 10 are from the last month. Yeah. Yeah. And directly they all, and they're all higher to, to COVID. than 9-11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More people died on each of those days than 9-11. Well, yeah. and I think what that article really nails down is, like, the reason... Because the reason we can do this story every year, this episode every year, is because the war on Christmas is evergreen. It's always going to be something it, the, the right a, wing is outraged about. And now right. that we have this a Democratic president, it's going to get worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This year is a little different, though, because the culture war can be focused on something else. The culture of, should we wear a mask? Should we, like, it's now couched in the... Should, um, should we get this vaccine? It's made well, by the well, same and the company. Well, the being made, but, like, should you be allowed to have a large Christmas gathering of your family? But that's the same argument we've been having about Halloween, and, you know, it's not just Christmas. And... Always, like yeah. I mean, since the pandemic started, like we've always we have all internally tried to figure out how do we best do, do this for ourselves. Um, as far as like, I mean, some people have been taking that as and I'm just going to live life the way that I live. But like, the, there are the anti-pandemic folks, the stick your head in the sand folks, are so far entrenched 
that it, it goes like this. Pfizer, you know, they they make Viagra. The blue pill makes pee pee hard. Take all my money. R vaccine for COVID. I'm skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't make sense. Uh, but Fox News is presenting Same it company. as, uh, quote, this Thanksgiving is when we need each, each other more than ever, um, said Fox business host Charles Payne during a Tuesday Fox and Fred segment. Payne went on to seemingly draw a parallel between the headcount restrictions for a home at Thanksgiving dinners to the Trump administration's caging of migrant children. Uh, and the notion that you're going to come to my house and count how many people are there and that is separation of families um and that's the most important day of the year i think uh and that's the most important day of the year i think outside of christmas he's talking about thanksgiving at the time um and this time means so much more uh we've been separated we've been forced apart it's the same it's the same old thing we can't be separated tucker carlson um can, that, can i just say that's such bullshit if I wanted to, in nine days, whenever Christmas is, have 30 members of my family over to my tiny apartment and all cram in there and eat out of the same fucking chip bowl, the cops aren't going to kick in my door and arrest us. Right. They're only going to do that if we're a business that is charging people. Right. Businesses are not allowed to be open because they have to abide by public health standards. Right. Humans, like, citizens don't. We have a lot lack more, la like... Well, and you that's be around, what, like it, it is recommended that you don't be around it. They're not saying you can't. I've seen the argument too. Like I've well, seen, I don't, I don't know how California works, but I, I think that was the only area in the entire United, uh, entirety of the United States that actually had that as a law. Right. Yeah. But I think the only people they were cracking down on were people throwing wild parties. Right. They weren't yeah. like yeah. Like if they roll by, if they roll by a house on, and there's cars. On the street, as far as you can see, yeah, they're gonna stop. And let's the be house honest, playing the loud music. Right. But what kind of person that we do we know? Anybody know that has a family, like, has a Christmas with more than like maybe fifteen relatives? How many fucking relatives show up to the average Christmas? It's not forty. No. I mean, I, I, like that's ridiculous. I have a massive family on either side. I well, my wife's family. There's only about ten to fifteen, roughly. Just depends on who shows up. But right. My, Most kids, like, maybe my, 20. My dad's and my mom's, there's, I think there's 25 plus of us. Like, yeah. both ridiculously large families. I think most people, I mean, that's probably on the larger side. Most people probably have, like, yeah, 10 I'm, to 15 I'm people. Yeah, I'm an exception to the rule, yeah. for sure. That's say, not, like. I have a large family, and I think ours is still, like, well, I mean, when we're at my side of the family, typical, on, like, a normal year, we typically have. I don't know, like 15 or something. Um, maybe more now with the kids. I'm yeah. thinking of adults. Uh, but, you know, it's still not like, it's not 40. Yeah. Yeah. It's mine, not a restaurant. Mine is, a mine is so large because yeah. the fourth generation has come along on both right. sides. So I'm Plus, talking, I'm counting little kids. I've seen like the the anti the anti pandemic people uh, commenting online about like, well, how are you going to punish these businesses if they say that the spread is inside homes more? Like, because do you really want fascism? Like, do you want them to come into your house? Well, Just, like, let them control argument. what they can control. It's a, yes, it's a dumb fucking argument. Uh, because that, it absolutely spreads in both places. Mm -hmm. Well, in the same way, like, if, if two years ago they could have uh, tracked the spread of uh, a, an outbreak of flu to one restaurant and its shoddy practices at health management right 
and could have shown that yeah, like that would have got shut they, down immediately. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like there's a restaurant in St. Louis that's on this third round of being shut down because they will not abide by the health mandate. And my theory, Who is like, it? Shut, I, I don't remember. It's some restaurant. I don't know the name of it. Um, but it's, the Post Dispatch ran a story about it. The third time they've been like shut down by the, the and they just, they're just essentially like not going along with the, what the governor says, hoping that because they're in a red state. They're going to get away with it, right? And I understand because, like, yeah, they're losing money, but so is every other business. Local municipality that... always overrules everything else, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Sean Hannity um, said that the left was launching an, uh, another offensive on the war on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, oh, they added Thanksgiving into this. No, this the, the quote that that from Sean Hannity is actually Thanksgiving, uh, but like they're. Putting the, I didn't know there was the a holidays. war on Thanksgiving. There's, <laughs> this a, is, this is new to me. there's a war on everything. COVID started it. Kaylee yeah. McEnany called the coronavirus holiday guidelines Orwellian. Blah, 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 blah. Like, the, the point that I'm trying to make with the like, war on no, Christmas. No, man. It's a pandemic. It's not the same thing. Right. And for the most it's part. It's not a book burning. With the, ex- with the exception of the people that you would expect um to have a problem with COVID gui- guidelines, the people that are trying to appeal to Q nuts, um, like uh, the only other than the COVID shit, I don't really find anything when I'm looking up. Like it seems like the majority of the War on Christmas storyline is dead now because people have been like, "All right, this is fucking dumb." The left doesn't hate Christmas because they say they, happy. They holidays. I don't think it's. I think well, I being... think people started to realize that when they show up to Thanksgiving and Christmas, that they have liberal family members that are also there celebrating these holidays. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think Brand, I I would disagree, Brandon. I don't I don't think that they realized it was a bullshit conspiracy. I think they moved on to bigger and better conspiracies. It's the year of Q. Maybe <laughs> it's the year story. of Trump maybe, didn't maybe lose that's the election. True. And well, damn it! Like, I was trying the to be on Christmas. That's small potatoes. That's such We're... a that's such a shittier silver lining. Don't you realize that like Trump is about to take over and Q is about to finally pay off? Well, don't worry. He'll be back next year. Don't worry. The White House yeah. isn't gonna let uh, let no COVID guidelines turn their holiday plans. Their off. COVID guidelines. Yeah. Real quick, uh, the CDC director today said that the next few months could be among the worst uh, public health months in American history. I wonder, does the White House, is it setting a good example for the public for the White House to be holding in-person holiday parties at a time when uh, the CDC and other organizations are asking Americans to forego those kinds of celebrations for their own safety? Yeah, so, you know, if you can um, loot businesses, burn down buildings, engage in protest, um, you can also go to a Christmas party. Um, You can celebrate the holiday of Christmas, um, and you can do it responsibly, um, which is why uh, the East Wing has noted that they'll have smaller guest lists, masks are going to be available, social distancing is going to be encouraged, um, hand sanitizing stations, among other measures. Um, But we will engage in the celebration of Christmas, um, and there there will be a Hanukkah celebration as well. Okay, so... Here's the deal. None of those things that she mentioned are allowed. <laughs> like yeah. looting, burning, immediately <laughs> paper tiger this argument. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not you... even going to take time to fold this thing into the shape of a tiger. I'm just going to cut it out of construction paper. Yeah. What she's really saying is that if you can protest the like uh, the unlawful murder of a black man by cops, you can celebrate Christmas. That's what she wants to say, but she realized how horrible that would sound coming out of a human mouth. Yeah. 
So she couches it in this language of like, well, we let people burn down buildings, which we don't. She is really the most successful fascist that's been in that position since the since Sean Spicer. Like, since, like, he took the position. Sean Spicer wasn't many, better than her. How many days has she been on the job? I think uh, uh, probably a year at least. I think Trump has gotten better spin artists. Like, Sean Spicer was horrible at it. He was flustered by trying to lie once. Sarah Sanders had a lot better streak, but she couldn't, like... They were able to get to her. Kayla McNamara, this bitch is fucking a masterclass of lying. She is the definition of what a Karen is. <laughs> the right wing has always got the White House's back. So this is from, I pulled this from some like Christian YouTube <laughs> news thing. It's like Christian News Network, which is almost contradict. Like, I don't want to know. It's like Chris- Christian World News or something. It, I, I don't remember. What's the acronym? CHNN? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking it up. It's probably not even from them. Like I said, I, because I'm botching so much, I will drop all the God's links. news to your ears. God's news to your ears. What do they got for us? And keeping the Christmas spirit alive, President Trump says Christmas Eve will be a federal holiday this year. He signed an executive order on Friday. It says all executive departments and agencies of the federal government will close. Of course, departments and agencies whose work impacts national security, defense, or other public need, I'm afraid you have to go to work. Because Christmas Eve is not a federal holiday, it's up to the president to decide if federal employees will get the day off. This is the third year in a row that President Trump has given them a rest day. I'm also pretty sure that these guys, like, this may just be us with a green screen. Like, there may not be a real newsroom there. Also, let's be honest, like, of all the things Trump's done in four years, the fact that he gave federal workers an extra day off a year, like, I don't care. Yeah. Okay, cool. Federal workers get days off all the time for really obscure holidays. Yeah. I really don't care. I should know. I was one of them at one point. Also, Trump has kind of set the standard for doing the least amount of work you possibly can while getting a paycheck, so it seems like the one major accomplishment he would have. While charging the government money. (laughs) Well, like, think about how how little that should really They don't work. Like, do they get paid? I don't know. I. Probably depends on what department they work in, but I would I would imagine well like federal workers get paid for all those off days. Yeah, but then this is but this isn't law. This isn't like them signing into like MLK Day would get off and you get paid. This is Trump signing it. I don't know if that's the same. Do do they still like the budget is not Trump, right? That's someone else that the Congress has Congress budget. This is true, but federal employees get paid for all those. I'm all and I'm all for them getting that paid that day off. Like, that's fine. But like that's not something to like it, it's not something to brag about, even if they get paid, because how small of a percentage of all of America was federal the, employees? Yeah. I just think it's funny that like what do you do? Give me the day off, and I'll give you some that points. the war on Christmas was. Wait, more, I had the day off. I just think it's funny that the, the for more or less the war on Christmas was dead. Trump reinvigorated it. Uh, the claimed that Biden would cancel Christmas. The White he House doesn't even have power for Christmas, so right. how? Yeah, the White the White House doesn't give a shit about the pandemic, and like, but like the biggest Grinch is in the White House. They say I'm I'm complicit. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't no. say enough. I don't do enough. No, where, where I am, I put the, I'm working like a asthma asthma. I know. Christmas stuff that you know who gives a. F- 
about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? What? <laughs> oh, did you not hear about this, Jim? <laughs> yeah. No, this is news to me. Oh, yeah, this was a couple, like, a month ago, two yeah, months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago. Well, the, the pandemic makes it hard to tell, but this is Melania's friend wait, who wait, wait. recorded her. Two months ago, she was talking about Christmas? Well, she, no, this is, I think, from last year's Christmas, yeah, maybe. Yeah, she was talking, this was from last year's Christmas, yeah. but she was talking about, like, uh, putting up the more, decorations more or less for... I, that conversation reads as i don't know i just do what i'm told i don't really care <laughs> if you heard the rest like the rest of that recording you would absolutely feel that way like it's not relevant to christmas so i cut the rest of it out because she goes on about kids in cages and shit um but like the whole thing is just like every single line trump said on fucking the pulpit like she's just repeating it and it's just like, like if, okay, if i don't say up. this i don't get food tonight so oh <laughs> 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 oh merry christmas <laughs> yeah that was, that, that was good um, <laughs> all right so uh in a minute, we will do some Christmas fun facts that are not related to politics, um, but we're going to listen to this gym first. God made some scary gentlemen that cause us to dismay. They want to rob the country blind, expecting you to pay. They label their scheme tax relief, the voters for to sway. These are tidings of discomfort they deploy to destroy any chance to have a life you can enjoy. They worked out for the healthcare plan a way to undermine And make it look like it went down because of poor design They claim an individual mandate is a serious crime But to pay for wars and corporate tax relief, that's all fine And the impact will get to you in good time Two to one said they don't want those taxes for the rich And in our system people rule but then there comes a glitch In spite of that they gave our money to the one percent And it happened even with widespread dissent No consent, adding debt to 150 trillion cents the middle class will pay for that as interest doth accrue It will exceed the hundred bucks the tax break gave to you You're buying yachts for wealthy twats and paying for their crew If that sounds okay then when it impacts you Just make do when the bottom falls out and you fall right through Alright, you guys want to do some Christmas fun facts? That yeah. are <coughs> yeah, I need a break. Not yeah, we're not gonna do any more politics. That was more politics than I had planned on going. Last time more on Christmas was fun. It was more bullshitty than that. Um so, Christmas fun fact, did you know that Jingle Bells was the first song played in space? No kidding. Yes. Mm. Uh, very not first. a great choice. I mean, I guess it's it's like it's well, you know, it's the first song I ever learned on guitar. It's the, like like the easiest song to learn on on the like the any crew instrument. of NASA's Gemini six A space flight got into the Christmas spirit and made history when they played Jingle Bells on December sixteenth, nineteen sixty five, earning the Jolly Jingle the Guinness uh, World Record for being the first song ever played in space, as far as we know, at least. Okay, I'll try to keep those sentences. Wait, is the minimal. world record something you can't beat? 
I always thought it was something that could be beaten, like the world's biggest pizza. Like, well, well so some of far. them, some of them can be beat, but if you're the if they're, you like have the, the record first... for the first, you're not gonna beat that. Yeah, okay, all right. Unless, I'll it. unless you do, like, unless well, you no, can no, no. prove time something machine. was. You can invent a time machine. Don't say never. All right, fine. <laughs> first time I mean, machine you ever can, invented. You could find something older. How weird would that butterfly effect be? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to one just to make Guinness wrong. More Jingle Bells uh, trivia. Did you know that it was a, that it was written for Thanksgiving? Yes. Is it turkey, be- turkey balls? Uh, turkey balls. <laughs> turkey. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, Jingle Bells may be one of the most well-known Christmas songs, but it was originally composed as, as a Thanksgiving tune. Written by Unitarian Church organist James Lord Pierpont. Uh, in the 1850s in Savannah, Georgia, the song was first performed during a Thanksgiving concert at his church. Uh, he wrote it on his way, you, like using a bobsled or like a horse and sleigh uh, to travel for Thanksgiving, and and wrote Jingle Bells as a Thanksgiving. It shows scene. how boring travel was back then. He right? just makes up Jingle Bells. Makes up a song. The equivalent would be theme. a song about like YouTube. Or, like, I was watching YouTube on my way to my parents' house for Christmas, and that's, right. like, writing a Christmas song about that. Yeah. Old wild. boy was so bored and so tired of just sitting there slapping the reins. He's like, jingle, 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 jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> Although, that makes complete sense with the way that song goes. It's like, jingle bell. It, it sounds like someone that's frustrated with his horses. It's like, go fucking faster. God damn it. <laughs> And at the end, at the end of this, I have to see the in-laws. It's fucking Fuck. cold. <laughs> um, okay, did you? You're familiar with NORAD? Uh, and, Am I? And the well, I would hope so. Uh, NORAD it's the base under the mountain. Yeah, NORAD Santa Tracker. Um, oh yeah, I know NORAD. Do you know why the Santa Tracker was invented or created? Set um, up Soviet missiles. Um, it was I'm a, guessing because of a little kid's letter. The the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, has been tracking Santa's journey around the world since 1958. According to their website, the innovation was set into motion in 1955 when a young child acci- young child accidentally dialed the unlisted phone number of uh, <laughs> Continental what? Air Defense. What? Continental Air Defense Command. What was it close to? It was close to Grandma's house? Apparently. It was like one digit off from Grandma. Um, in Colorado <laughs> Springs. He's calling to request a song. He's like, no, right. All right, let me ask you something. She was. <laughs> she believed she was calling Santa Claus uh, after seeing a promotion in a local newspaper. The commander on duty, Colonel Harry Shoup, was a, saw an opportunity to create a little Christmas magic and assured the youngster that Conan, Conad at the time, um, would guarantee... What a name. Right? Uh, would guarantee Santa a safe journey from the North Pole, sparking the idea to track Santa's travels each year to the delight of children all over the world. Um, Do you guys have that early memory of your parents... Did your parents do that with you growing yeah, they'd, up? Yeah, they'd turn it on. I yeah. see. We didn't like. I remember. I don't. We didn't do it every year, but I remember a couple of at least one or two years. That I, we did. Check I remember that. like hearing it in the background. Like I remember other. Like I remember it being said, but never being like. I, I also. I was, remember it being I was on also TV. really young when I like found out too. So yeah. like it may have just been that like by the time I remember hearing about it, I was already. 
I was already done. Yeah, I remember it must have been on Fox News or, or the local TV channel or something where they showed it because I just remember the idea that like it was around the same time that like when did uh the Santa Claus come out with Tim Allen? Uh, mid nineties. I can look it up. Please do because I'm wondering if I, I don't remember if I still believed in Santa at that that age or not. But I remember like very one of my earliest memories of Christmas is them like the idea that they were tracking Santa with radar. And being like, oh, that's so high-tech. And like, well, of course you could see him. Like, 94. Yeah, yeah. so I would have been like 6 when it came out. Um, I was probably still on the cusp of believing in Santa at that point. You want to do some quick math? Really quick math? Sure. Not really, but I will. If you, uh, give, if you gave someone all the, the gifts in the 12 days of Christmas, how many gifts would you give? What, so it's 12 plus 9 plus 8 plus 7, right? Yes. I think. Or I don't know. No, because you have to do multipliers, too. Because on the 12th day, he gave 12, 11, 10, oh, 9. Oh, fuck no. I don't know. 364. That's a lot of fucking mostly birds, right? Uh, yeah. I think the first half is pretty front-loaded with you fucking wild <laughs> there's, there's and, and people. Like, there was a dogs, slave a trade in this. partridge and a pear tree. Yeah. There was a French of, hens. There was a slave trade in this. Turtle there's doves calling birds. Maids of milking. <laughs> lords of leaping. It was back when being able to... There's like, a lot of fucking birds. It was back when being able to catch a bird was a really impressive feat. And, and to get 12 of them in one go was like, God damn, you were dedicated. Or Here, you, or you have found them a farm. for Christmas. Yeah. Also, that I'm I gonna that shit all over my horse and sleigh. Maybe it was a thing of like, I got you one to sleigh per month, so you'll always have fresh meat. Like that could be very <laughs> romantic back in the day, you know. If you're if bird meat, a single French hen <laughs> is feeding you for a month. <laughs> um, Probably not. In Ukraine, spiders are considered symbols of good luck on Christmas. Isn't Why? The, well, I think webs were. Are, uh, isn't that originally based on an idea of spider web or sp- I, well, a spider? Uh, I'm just I'm picturing Soviet Ukraine and how poor they were. And you, it's a, so like I just picture a hut with spiders all over the place. Like, well, look, look, little Timmy, it means good luck. Well, I think tinsel. <laughs> I remember reading somewhere. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I remember reading somewhere that tinsel was based on a story of um, a, a family that couldn't decorate a tree and a spider like. Wound silk around it while they were sleeping for them. It says in Ukraine, uh, families often add spiderweb ornaments to their trees and nod a lovely seasonal story about the critters once using their silky string to decorate the tree of a poor widow and her children. Yeah. Boom. I'm on fire today. Frank's, Frank's got some. He's got some Christmas. A poor widow and knowledge. her children, aka everybody in Everyone Ukraine. Everyone in Ukraine. <laughs> in Ukraine, yeah. Yep. Not nowadays, but back then. <laughs> Uh, there's a Christmas tree in Spain worth fifteen million dollars. True. Most what? of is it owned by a rapper. Like, <laughs> like every ornament like made Bunny, of solid gold. Bad Bunny owns a it tree. It is. It is made of solid gold. Is it owned by Bad Bunny? <laughs> most of us. <laughs> the one cr- Mexican rapper. I know. It says most of us have Christmas decorations that we hold dear and sentimental, or for sentimental reasons. But the ornaments that adorn the Christmas tree at Kemp- Kempinski Hotel by Bahia, Bahia, but in near Marbella, Spain, have a different type of value. According to CNN, the tree uh, is fastened with red, white, pink, and black diamonds, um, as well as jewelry 
from dude just a bunch why? of places I can't now pronounce. I, I, I kind of want us to write the, the the three of us to write a screenplay about an Ocean's Eleven type heist where, where they go whole steal goal the tree is to steal a fucking branch off that tree there you go Grinch's Eleven <laughs> uh, do you know do you remember that fucking movie where they all like all the guys who dressed up as Elvis impersonators robbed a, uh, a casino yeah it'd be like that but with Santa, people who dress up as Santa all pulling off a heist I can see this coming together <laughs> Do you know the origins of Rudolph? Mm-mm. No, I do not. I uh, I know that it was a country song or some shit before it was a the TV special. Yeah, they got it famous. So yes, the TV the the most of the story from the TV show comes from the lyrics of that of three the song. song. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, so Rudolph was uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer has been a popular holiday character for some time. One of the many reasons is the 1964 TV movie of the same name. However, according to the the Smithsonian Insider, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first appeared in 1939 when Mark, Montgomery Ward Department Store asked one of its copywriters, a 34-year-old Robert L. May, to create a Christmas story the store could give away to shoppers as a promotional gimmick. And thus, Rudolph was born with Montgomery Ward distributing 2.4 million copies of the story in the first year of its publication. Yeah. Where'd Grocery so store, reindeer, comic book. Reindeer were, all, were already considered, like, part of the, the, the lore, right? What was? Reindeer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, because he he's, took... the, he's the ninth reindeer. Yeah, but were they already, like, the? did he name those? Were they already well-known? Or did, did I'm, Rudolph name the other eight? No, no, they were. I'm pretty positive they were. So pretty well kind of like if we just wrote a story about the thirteenth apostle and he had like some right. deformity, they got him canceled from the Bible. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, if Santa was a dick, yeah. or if Jesus <laughs> well, was a dick, I guess Santa is kind of a dick in Rudolph. He's kind of the bad guy. <laughs> um. So I'm going to ask you a trivia question because I know that Frank doesn't know the answer. Um. So I'll I'll ask you both. If Jim, you know the answer, you shout it out. Can you name all of the reindeer? Other, like, aside from Rudolph. Um, God, I, I could get some of them. I know Donner and Blitzen. Dancer and Prancer, Donner and Blitzen. Vixen? Yep. Those are all right. Is that all you got? It's five. Uh, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. Hmm. You just gotta listen to the song more. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> of like, all the Christmas songs, you guys that don't is like Christmas to... music. No, I do. Dude, but I, not ha- that one. I hate Christmas. I music. fucking love Christmas music. <laughs> love it. I am picky about. Uh, we'll get I into blame, that later. I blame list. the Beatles, big time for their cri- their Christmas song. They have a Christmas song. Yeah. The John Lennon song. The, the wonderful Christmas time. Oh, that's just Paul McCartney. Oh, so oh, well, either way. Yeah, that is. See, a, that's a bad song, and so oh, is. Oh, fuck you both. That's a great song. So is John Lennon. <laughs> no, John Lennon is I the don't greatest. Li- I don't like uh, that song. Christmas is over. If you want, or war is over. Yeah, yeah, that's a great song. It's just not Christmassy. Wonderful Christmas. No, because it's is called awful. War Is Over. They kind of tip their head about that. Right? It's, yeah. It's no, so I get good. it. It's like I get what he's doing there. He's being a fucking hippie, but like <laughs> of all like new Christmas music, and I can't believe I consider that new because both those songs came out in like the, the fucking seventies. But uh, those are the only two like new Christmas songs I really like. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Most of the stuff I listen to is pretty classic, like the. Uh, well, they don't Nat make King new Cole Christmas and... songs. They just cover well, they, them. well, well, they do if yeah, you're like a Taylor much. Swift fan or a Mar- Mariah Carey fan. 
Alright, we will do a few more of these here and then we will uh, get into the game because the game's going to take a few minutes. Um, let's see. Uh, Americans expect to spend about $850 um, on Christmas gifts in a, in a given year. Um, that seems a little steep. They seem... It seems steep for me, but I don't have kids. Yeah. So that's is gonna, that a, is that I, average for I, you? I have hey. I have kids and I probably spend six hundred between the kids and all of my family members. Yeah. So oh, yeah. The, okay. the next fun fact: they actually end up spending fifteen hundred on Christmas presents. Oh, they think they spend eight hundred. They, they think s- they're going to spend eight fifty, and they end up spending fifteen. Good night. I did not. I did not grow up like that. Now what are I'm, including I'm, I'm as already Christmas apprehensive gifts. of what I do because, like, in my I've, house. Like, it doesn't say, but because, it says like, I've brought muffins to work. Fourteen ninety six. I'm already. I'm already apprehensive of like what we spend as a household on our children. It's like my stepdaughter on average probably gets about two fifty. Growing up, like I was extremely lucky if I got more than a hundred right, right. for Christmas gifts. And statistically speaking. We are more poor than my parents were right. at the stage of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah Although I never more. felt like, I know, and my mom has told me, like, oh, we only had good Christmases some year because of charity, because of churches, because of, like, your grandparents or whoever. But, like, I don't ever Honestly, remember us I not think, having a great Christmas. I think like, as long as. It's always amazing. Yeah, as I long as the kids get gifts that, that I can they remember. can, like, I don't, be yeah. like, oh, wow, and it's been several mm-hmm. hours with. I don't remember ever opening yeah. a present and being like bummed out. Well, I realize like I realize as oh, an wow. adult, some of now, my favorite Christmas gifts I probably only played with them for like I don't know a month yeah, worth not of long. total time. One of my favorite or things broke that night, or yeah. one, of, one of the things I find like funny now because I get it as an adult is I remember coming down uh, the steps usually because um, we would have. Uh, Either, in the first house we had Christmas in the basement in the second house we had it on the main floor um, but we we would come down the stairs and like come around the corner and see the tree and like we had a big family so the setup was the whole living room it wasn't I'm imagining just the tree. that scene in Home Alone oh, where dude. like yeah. there's like 20 kids because and... I have two brothers and three <laughs> yeah. sisters like it, yeah it was, it was big. a big household um, but, it was just me and my sister growing up and that was it but I remember seeing like Man, Santa wraps some of the gifts and he leaves some of them out I, so that yeah. I get excited. Like, no, those are the ones that are regifted and hard <laughs> and really like difficult to wrap because they're not in a package. They're, they're tape, <laughs> like, taped back together. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, that Jurassic Park dinosaur that's sitting out is because how the fuck am I going to wrap that? Santa doesn't or leave bags. They were last minute <laughs> right. things. They're like, hey, we got this toy. We're not going to wrap it, but we got it today. Fuck it, just put it down. Like, right. I, for instance, I got a I got a coworker a coffee mug, and I was like. How am I gonna wrap this? So I was looking around my house looking for a bag. Mm-hmm. I, I put the damn coffee cup in a in the bag. I was just like this there's no way I'm walking into work hiding this giant bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I just shoved a coffee cup in my so, in my uh lunchbox and so snuck was, it onto her desk later. <laughs> I was telling Brandon, one of the things that like has changed for me is like when you're a kid you get excited about that Christmas morning of waking up and coming around the corner or whatever and seeing the tree. Versus now as an adult, I get much more enjoyment out of planning the how I'm going to set up overnight for Christmas Eve. Like, oh, yeah. 
right? Like oh, that yeah. is the thing that Definitely. I think I put way more time into, or Definitely. even like more than even what my presents are is like and how, I, how people are going to react when they open my gifts that it, I got for them. Yeah, the setup is like the fun part. Like it's exhausting, but I it's, it's kind of yeah, I don't even have kids. Neat, I imagine I, that. I was at like, like the transition, like because last last year, significantly before Christmas, probably like midsummer sometime last year, Addie figured out that Santa wasn't real. Yeah. Oh. So it was like, well. We can still decorate, but it's not really fun the night before, like, arranging all the gifts. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know. I But, like, now I have, there I was, have Mason. He's, you know, there was a few years. Now, 17, and, 17 weeks old. Right, and now it's like the older kid's in on it. Like, we got to play along for the younger yeah. kid. You got to be on there the was a, She's cool. She's not going to, like, spoil anything. Right? There was a few years uh, in, like, my late teens, early 20s, where I was uh, Scrooge. Um, during the holidays, but since, like, for the most part, like, I have always, like, very much liked Christmas and Christmas season and winter until Christmas is great, and then it's just gray and shitty. Um, but, like, even right. even before kids... From January on, it's like, man, this is uh, lame. Even before I get kids, a little break because my birthday's in February, but I would, I would, the older I get, the less that matters. I would still do the setup for, like, just when it was Stacy and I, just because, like, that is always something that, like, I always loved Christmas morning, so, like, that was a big thing for me was, like, that setup. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I've got two more for you, and then we will we'll get to this game. Uh, we'll see if either of you can get close on this. Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. How many lights? You don't have to be. You don't have to have an exact That's a big number. Ass tree. Uh, eighty thousand. No. Mike, even close. You're too high. high. Yeah. Ten thousand. No. Now you're low. But forty thousand. <laughs> Jim, I'm gonna give you a stab. Thirty-five. About twenty-five. So. A little bit. It, it says more than, but, okay. but that I, doesn't mean that doesn't tell me. A lot of gosh dang lights, man. Yeah. Could you imagine doing that in the old days? Like whenever, if one light bulb goes out, the whole strand went. Look <laughs> 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 like oh, at the man. poor guy putting that together. Gosh, oh, one angry Griswold. old man with a ladder. Yeah, God Gri- Griswold it. when he hands Rusty the the strand, the 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 knot. Here you go, Rust, little knot. <laughs> um. Bunch of Christmas card shit. I don't care about Christmas cards. Well, you were the first Hallmark Christmas card release. I don't know what. You, uh, actually, I probably do. Hold on. First Christmas card is worth almost thirty thousand um, dollars. It's nothing why, compared to like man? the first. So that's that's like an antiques Superman. roadshow thing. Like yeah. this is valuable because Con- and it's just a piece of paper that says like "Merry Christmas, asshole." <laughs> yeah. uh, Eighteen forty-three. Hand colored by uh, London illustrator John Calcutt Horsley. That's a very British name. Yeah. yeah. So 1843 <laughs> is what we know the, uh, the first was, Christmas card to be. I would have thought it was before then, but. So then I've got one more fun fact uh, that I actually pulled from an article. I saw ABC um, reposted this story. Um, and I titled it Mary Coronary. Um, the risk of heart attack peaks around 10 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Why? Uh, particularly for older and sicker people, most likely due to heightened emotional stress. Um, this was a <laughs> I, Swedish... Why would you be stressing... Okay. Well, I like, think, I understand, I like, I if I you know. don't have any family, but, like, be... 
I think it's the family that does it. I think at 10 p.m. you're setting up and you're realizing how much you spent this year and how in the hole you are and how much you're pissed off at like the dinner you just had. You're like these motherfuckers. I can see. I get it. I can see the family. Like there's like Clark Griswold went insane. Part, well, like, for a short period of time. So like that, stress, I, I stress related heart attack. Like, Stre- stress related heart attack is before Christmas, and then like you know, suicides after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so How about suicides on the night, but that way they find you that morning. <laughs> so if you're interested in the study, the risk was also higher during New Year's and Midsummer holidays and on Monday mornings, but not during Easter or major sport events. Previous studies have shown a Ma- pe- not on major sporting events. Not on major sporting no, events. I felt like I felt like I was going to die at any moment during the Stanley, Stanley Cup, Cup Game yeah. Seven. <laughs> previous <laughs> previous studies have shown a peak in heart attacks across the Western world during Christmas and New Year's festivities. Um, during Islamic holidays in countries where the religion pre- is predominant. Uh, other short-term events linked to emotional stress, such as major, major sporting events, hurricanes, stock market crashes, has, have also been associated with higher risk of heart attack, but there is a lack of data on the exact timing and severity of sim- symptoms in a nationwide setting. So it's all, like, emotional stress-related. Yeah. You know, huh. I'm also wondering I wonder if why... there is something to that, like, you know, tugging on the heartstrings a little too hard. Well, and I'm also, like, <laughs> yeah. if clearly the... Uh, For the... lack of a better like, term. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody has experienced a, a great love loss in their life, or, like, what you thought was usually it's the first one. That was I'm... That's what it was for me that's when I felt the shittiest after a breakup. Right. Yeah. I'm also curious, though, that if it's so common for someone to have a heart attack on, on like, Christmas Eve or Christmas, why... That hasn't been lodged in our memory as something that has been associated that like one of our Christmas traditions in our head in like movies yeah. or something isn't someone being wheeled out on a yeah, journey. No shit. <laughs> That's it should true. Be, just based on the numbers. Um so let's see. They analyzed the exact timing of two hundred and eighty three thousand fourteen heart attacks reported to Swedish coronary care during registry over a 16-year period of time from 1998 to 2013. Two weeks before and after a holiday in the same period the year before and after the, uh, a, in the same period the year before and after a sporting event were set as control periods. The researchers found that Christmas and midsummer holidays were associated with a higher risk of heart attack 15 and 12 percent respectively compared to Compared with the control period, I wonder why that is, man. Be- and I wonder if that's got to be just person by person basis. They say that it's mostly people. I've, I have never felt more emotionally stressed in my entire life than the 2019 Stanley Cup Game Seven. Bullshit! Because the 2020 I, election. <laughs> like, no, are you not kidding? even that, dude. You don't realize how big of a Blues fan I am. <laughs> I I get it. I I don't know, I, man. I eat, sleep, breathe, and. And die that crap, man. Twenty twenty has like, been I, my I my went, that. I went to this the the Scott Trade Center was it, it was Enterprise Center at the time, yeah. Inter, Enterprise Center freaking watch party. I was in the stadium, yeah. And the first goal that was scored when I stood up, I almost passed out. Like I I blacked out and saw stars, man. You need to settle and down, the, and Jim. The, and then I cried. <laughs> you need to settle down. How'd you feel when Steam retired? Did you did you cry again? Oh, I you know. Yeah. It's his time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Put him out the. You just you got the shotgun and took him out like old Yeller. You're like all right, <laughs> <laughs> like I got my cup. That's all I needed from this. That's all I needed from this deal. Um. All right. Let's uh. Let's get to this game. In the eighth state of Trump's mess, he tries a different tack. 
calls on the FBI and then the DOJ, wondering why they don't have something more to say. Tremendous cheating here, Kim turns him down, Raffensperger too, and his call still hangs on every word is true. Still hangs on every word is true. In the night stain of Trump's mess, a parlor comes and goes. Supreme Court of Nevada rules on the data appeal to overturn entire state's election, lacking factual findings. Now it's 40 cases that have been dismissed by courts of law, wherein the message simply isn't able to sink in. In the tenth stain of Trump's mess, Texas made a move, suing Pennsylvania. Eighteen states joined in to claim it was unjust that Pennsylvania made their voting more robust. Oh, what an awful thing. One hundred reps from Congress threw in their support to overturn the vote, and they sent their claims straight to the highest court. In the eleventh state of Trump's last Trump, please he'll intervene. In the Texas lawsuit while in Arizona, another is dismissed for citing baseless claims. The judge is getting pissed and still no evidence. West Virginia is the final state to certify results. So it's over, but don't try to tell it's over, but don't try to tell it's cold. In the twelfth state of Trump's mess, he throws a hissy fit. Supreme Court shuts him down, throws out Texas' case. Doesn't even hear it, slaps him in the face. Cole wants to secede the party to destroy. Ice ages have added that we would enjoy. Right on schedule, the electors voted too much crying and lament. And he still thinks he will be the president. <laughs> that, that that dude is uh, awesome. Yeah, is yeah. very awesome. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Oh, I'll have to look it up real quick. Hold on. It'll be in the uh, the info. Yeah, it'll. I can find it right now because I emailed I mean, it that, to myself. That was a lot to put together. Oh yeah, and there's like seven of them. Like he's got a bunch of them. Dedication to have to sing that song so many times by yourself while you record it. Yeah, he made it into a round. Don, Don Karen, Don Karen, C A R O N. Yeah, uh, he made it into a round, and it's not at the same pitch, so right. you know he recorded <laughs> right. it at least twice. Well, and there's four of him in each of the YouTube videos, oh, yeah. like standing next <laughs> to love, him, yeah. like in different Caroler uniform, like outfits. It's great. Um, I had fun finding these songs. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna play our play our holiday game here. Uh, if you remember from last time, it was a bracket-style game. We'll do 16, 8 on each side. Um, and basically, we'll just go around in a triangle now. Um, there, we won't have to make believe that I carry around a fucking huge coin like we did in 2018 because we don't have a tiebreaker all the coins. on this one. Um, so what we'll do is we all made lists of our favorite holiday traditions um, we'll go around in a triangle and name off which ones we want to put up on the list. Um, and they will face off. I'll put them in matchups. They will face off against each other until we get down to final two and the final one. Um, 
so we may take quick breaks through this, but we'll try to we'll try to power through um, through it. Whatever. So let's start out. I'm gonna start uh, on uh, probably we'll start with Jim. You're to my right. Um, so we're gonna do holiday traditions and here. I'm, well, you can start and I'll make my list as we go. Uh, we always do a Mario Kart tourney. Mario Kart tournament. Yeah. OG N64 Mario Kart tournament. All right. I'm curious, does your uh have you noticed throughout the years that the uh, controller the the toggles have gotten a little loose on the N64s? Yeah, we've had to replace one or two. Yeah. <laughs> How many years have you been doing that? That's such a weird Christmas Since tradition. The very first when year did the that N64 it came out. Come out. All right. Yeah. 96. Cool. I'll allow me, it for me slot and, 1. Me and all of my guy cousins. Okay. The girls lost interest after so many years, but they they were involved for a long time when they were boys. Never know. grow up. It, Boy, yeah, true. This, this true is story. true. This is true. I've got a PlayStation Two, like four feet away. Um, Frank, I'll let you start. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna not go with either one of the ones I just <laughs> said uh, to start with. Um, uh, can we, so I'm gonna go with one from our childhood. I miss snow days, but there's a, they're a big part of um, the reason I oh, love man. Christmas. Okay, I fucking well even from work. I love when a like a blizzard hits and everyone is just like we're canceled. Everyone stay the fuck home. Don't come into work. Don't come into school. Like that is my favorite thing. Like just a free day. That, that like, was really nice. Whenever I worked at Bayer, I could do that, but I yeah. didn't get paid for it. Whereas like now, snow days don't exist at my job because we have animals that we have to go and take care of whether it you know be to monitor how the drugs are affecting them or right, right. draw blood from them or whatever the study doesn't stop they're still there the clock is still ticking <laughs> yeah but before like the pandemic when we were all used to having just uh time spent like large uh periods of time spent at home quarantine like that was right. the only time as a kid that like you're, you and your entire family were just at home. Yeah. Your, yeah. your, your plans were canceled. You'll no build the snowman. True. Yeah, you get to build the snowman. You get to make snow angels. Your mom made cocoa or whatever. Throw, so. a, throw a good handful of snowballs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I am going to go with... Let's see. What do I want to put on here first? Okay. One that I very much like. Uh, and I don't know if you guys did this... Uh, as kids, my dad did this and I do this for the kids now, but they would take us out like just on a drive. Like we'd all get in the car. We go drive around and look at, uh, at, look at Christmas lights in neighborhoods. And, uh, we never did like really any of those like huge displays of lights where like, where you have to like pay to do that. Cause why? Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed though, as a kid driving around and looking at Christmas lights, it was like usually the week before Christmas, right? Um, and they like get us all in the car or in the van as the family got bigger, yeah. um, and they turn on like whatever the Christmas station was, and we just drive around and look at people's lights. And I remember loving that. And I, in fact, I just took Timothy and Philip to do that a couple of nights ago, and they had a fucking blast. I did like, that tonight before coming here. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. 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 That is, uh, something I that love I, love I, the yeah. Christmas lights. That's a drive. great memory. Like, did you guys ever been to? Uh, is it Santa's Magical Kingdom over in Eureka? It's Jellystone Park most months of the year. 
They like, still, I think they still call it Jellystone now. It, yeah. I always knew it as Santa's Magical Kingdom. Yeah. Um, but it's, there's another they, one there. It's one and of, I forget it is, the name of it, it is but one there's of the another places, one down there. It is one of the places you have to pay for. Yeah. But it's such a long stretch that you drive through this entire little camping, you know, uh, site that's like like a mile long, right. windy road. But they have it completely decked out. In that's like, awesome. In like lights and little scenes. So they always had like it. The elf they always had it dressed up on. really nice too. I don't know if you guys have been to the one in St. Peter's here. Uh, well, it's actually O'Fallon, so it's, just say St. Charles County, uh, Fort Zumwalt Park. Have you been through that one? I haven't. I have not either. No, no. I know my family. Everyone in my family has. There is um, terrible. Yeah. When I was in, so uh, like, really? Yeah. So like, they have like your average props and everything like that, but like the the lights that go up onto the trees, it's like they just threw them onto the tree. <laughs> like it's just, it's, yeah, Damn. it's a mess. Like it, it, There's no rhyme or reason to how they went up into the tree. Come uh, on. When I was in... Uh, Come I'll, on, you got to take pride <clears throat> in your decorating no, skills like, or going just to Jellystone, Going to Jellystone, it's all like it's, neatly organized. Right. It's in and a they, design. No matter start, where it's at, it's in a design. I mean, I think they start like a month before like Halloween putting up those lights because there's so many of them. Yeah. You know, they decorate so many fucking trees. That's awesome. When I was in uh, Colorado, I think two years ago, it was right before Christmas, and there is a uh, one neighborhood where these one people just and just looks like a normal sub- suburb. They set up their entire front yard with a bunch of lights, but they're all synchronized to music, and they blast oh, the yeah. music out in a shortwave. That's awesome. So you can like if oh, you, it was multiple houses. Yeah, uh, it's just one house. Oh, and they actually have I, it set up. I went like, to one of those tonight. Yeah. If you turn your radio onto a certain station, you can like the lights are yep. programmed. Yeah, that's awesome. And they awesome. even have like th- like statements being like, "Be courteous to our neighbors. This, sh- this, we're gonna shut this shit down at ten o'clock. Don't park in their lo- their lawn." You yeah, know? you know, turn your lights off. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and like it was. I mean, we spent like thirty minutes there, and it was the most amazing. Like, I would love to have that much money to have that much like Christmas spirit to be like, I'm putting on a fucking show. Yeah, and, and think about the electric bill. <laughs> Oh, dude. I mean, it's, so like the yeah. the, uh, the place that we went to had a Facebook page and it had a little well, box, a little box for donations, you know. Yeah, but help fund it. How, man, I mean, how if, much does it cost to, to fucking run a shortwave radio? It's not cheap to run a podcast, well, and we yeah, don't have to have a tower. <laughs> I, I think you have to rent the airwave. Yeah, you, I think a license is involved. Yeah, like yeah. you can't just like pirate radio your way into fucking broadcasting. Fucking max headroom it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it and it and it's not even like you know how. When you had an iPod where you just, like, before they had aux cords, you mm-hmm. could, like, rig it into your radio system to where you just plug right. that little transistor right. into your iPod and it would sync up to a, an FM, random FM station. Right. And as you're driving along through the country, you'd get random interference. Yeah. All of a sudden you hear a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brandon, that was actually on my list, too. You did steal that. It just lights everywhere. Yeah. I do love that. Just like, everything being lit up. It's very, very cool. Jim, your turn. All right. Um, I have several different video game-related ones, so I'll switch on to something different. Uh, the NHL Winter Classic, which is the day after New Year's. So well, it's New Year's Day. I'll give you that for every every it's year. It's usually New Year's Day. I think last year they actually switched it to the second for some weird reason, but it, it's usually always on the first. And all of my family that is in town from Christmas is still in for New Year's, and we're all very hungover watching the greatest sport on earth being played outside. Yeah, except in LA, that sucked. 
Did they actually do the Winter Classic in LA, or was it just the outdoor series? I think it was just, I think the, it was just the outdoor series, series, but it still sucked. Every Winter Classic so far has had snow yeah. on the ground. With the exception of one, it was raining, which I think just melted the snow because there was actually snow. Was there snow in St. Louis? Yeah. Yeah? Did not see that there, one. There was snow, but then, it was, for that. but then it was fog. <laughs> it was fog and a wintry mix, so it was right. like sleeting. It, it was so fog, because I went to it. It was so foggy that you couldn't see the arch from Bush Stadium, which you could throw a rock and hit the arch from Bush right. Stadium. Right, yeah, true. Um, Frank, next one on the list? Um, uh, another one from childhood that I don't get to do nearly enough. So I I love sledding as a um, – I mean, it's not a sport. I don't know. It's just an activity you do only – It's also a sport, but not in the you way that you but, do it I mean, as a kid a, growing a, up. A bobsled yeah. is – yeah, it turns it into It's a more sport. of a sport as an adult because you're trying not to injure yourself. But it, I put it in that same category as making a snowman or or uh, snow angel. It's like the thing you only do really in uh, one month of the year, maybe two. Really, even as an adult, I've probably – since I've turned 20, I've probably done it five times. Yeah, and every time I've done it lately in the last 10 it's years. past 11 years, at, I've probably uh, gone out five because times. Because we had for kids it. around. It was like, hey, we had a lot of fun doing this as kids. Let's pass that on. But I have a lot of fun memories of, like, on a snow day being like, we're going to bundle you kids up and then push you outside Man, and, and go play for a while. This is definitely a hint to climate change. It definitely snowed a lot, a lot more, more when we were kids. Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. No you shit. can build a snowman. It's just snow by our birthday like yeah, every year. Definitely before Christmas. Uh, Hasn't snowed yet. We had a little, well, that's a little bit of a lie. We had a flurry downtown. I don't think we had anything out here. I don't think we did. We might have had a dusting. Like, a, like I woke up and was like, oh, was there a dusting? Well, like, I, I, I looked I, out the window. I was driving through <laughs> a little looked, bit of that overnight. Yeah, I looked was... out the window at work, and it was like just, like, it looked like it was a heavy frost. And then by the time I left work, it was all melted. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to put... Sledding or... You can also fold in snowmen or snow angels with all that. Okay, I'll do snowmen. Yeah. Snow sports. Okay, I am going to say... Milk and cookies for Santa. That was actually on my list. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Where was that on your list? It was number fourteen for me. Uh, it was number two on my list. Although it, I didn't do these in order because I, like, I'll tell you, I'm waiting on my, on my, fa- on my favorite tradition. Uh, is not on the list yet. All right, so we're back to me. Yep. So at. My parents' house. We've been doing this, I think, since me and my sister were in our late teens. My mom randomly found this through a coworker. It's a German tradition. You hide in in Germany that they would they would actually hide a pickle, like a legit pickle. Yeah, except they don't. I just read an entire article that the Germans are like, we have no idea how this story came so to be. So why did we never de- heard why about did we this decide? fucking pickle? I don't why know. Why did we decide that it was we a German also, thing? We oh, also oh, hide a pickle oh, too. Now, where are you hiding this pickle? In, in a tree. So the thing, the story, it's an ornament on a branch. They, it- the bastard, apparently, the bastardized Americanized story is that there's uh they. You t- it's a pickle ornament um, where you ah. you hide it in the tree. 
um and you what is it like the how, how do you do it because everybody does it differently like w the way that we did it was when uh whoever found the the pickle opened a present yeah first. it's a little extra gift and usually it's like a handful yeah. of scratch offs so and we didn't oh. we didn't do the extra gift we just had them open the the yeah, gift first. first oh the, uh, yeah you get the first get one the that's neat how long have you guys been doing it uh we actually didn't start doing it until i was like i must have been definitely older than 10 i don't know if i was in my teens yet that, so you, but guys, that was you guys did my... it like 10 years earlier than we did oh really yes yeah, well, so, probably like five i mean we did it you're, you're a tad older than i am yeah um my my little brothers and and sisters remember it more like because i was i'm 10 years older than my youngest brother so right um so they remember it as a bigger part of their childhood than i do like i know i was older when i heard about the pickle thing you know, but yeah i read a whole article last night you know, about how the germans that, are like where the fuck did that this is, come from that's, <laughs> were you is it on your list is that why you it's, were looking it up? it's not on my list i guarantee uh, you it, i was trying to find war on christmas and the germans were upset about the pickle thing. <laughs> so where did so it's just some american was like it started who are we going to say this came from? The Germans. So, yes. Why do we not want to take ownership if we invented it? I don't know. I don't know if it is Americanized, like that version of it. I just know I'm that. I'm really like, curious on where it came from. I now. love but the anyway, idea that it's some find old, the like, pickle. Okay. It's some piss poor, like, grandma who didn't have much money, like, and she, like, puts a pickle as a decoration. Like, what's up with that? And she's like, it's from the fucking home country. Quit talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, did you know the Germans? Uh, all right, Frank. Uh, I guess we'll talk about Christmas movies now. Okay. Do you guys have any that you particularly love to watch, like that, or movies that you only watch during, like, cause, I mean, like the how the Grinch stole Christmas. You're never gonna really watch that in June. Yeah, you I mean, let me tried it once. It's unless, no good. You, I, unless you, I have a hard Jim time Harry, like hankering. It's like, no fucking. Good. I have a hard time replaying video games after I go through the story. Right, once, right. Let yeah. alone watching a Christmas movie more than once. Right. Well, like some any movie. More really? Than once. See, like I'm uh, every year. I am like, a super hmm, Grinch yeah. when it comes to movies and music. I, I'm not so, like with the exception of the animated Grinch, the most recent one with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, the love one, that the movie. one that I love won't that. watch. The Scott Mosier one. You should. We don't need Jim, another Grinch. Jim, Jim Carrey's is good, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, I like this the, again. See, like, what about live action Christmas movies? Like, do you guys watch Bad Santa? Do you watch Elf? Do you watch? Oh, uh, Bad Santa's hilarious. Die, I'll watch Elf Bad is Santa. Very good. Die Hard. It's not even like you can watch it any time of the year. Yeah, but it I'll, is a Christmas. Movie. I'll watch yeah. Elf. I'll watch Elf, and I'll watch Bad Santa. And I'll watch, we watch the newest Grinch. We've watched like at, uh, all, almost all of them multiple times. I haven't hit the Home Alones yet this year. Oh, uh, yeah. I, that's Home Alones yeah, great. I lied a little bit. I can definitely rewatch the Home Alones. Yeah, the Home right. Alones are good. Now, Home Alones a movie I can watch in July too, and I can just be like, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, I can't wait for it's December. It's cult classic yeah. status. It's like watching Caddyshack yeah. for yeah. the fifteenth time. Whereas, like, time. I'm it not going to turn on uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer nope. in July. No, it's no good. Um, okay. I'm going to put... Are there any movies you think yeah. of, you, you think of as a holiday movie that probably, like, maybe aren't to the the masses? Um, because, like, because your family watched it or because, like... No. No? You don't have anything like that? No. I don't think so. Okay. Mm. Like, we always watch Star Wars around mm. Christmas time. Um... 
We like, really, yeah, but my, fa- but my, but but we always watch Star Wars, always. So like, I remember watching it a lot. We usually have like because we were all home. An oddball, but... like we'll pick an oddball funny movie that me and my guy cousins will watch while the girls are doing something. Like if they're off going to the mall or something, we'll hang out and watch any random like guy style movie whether it be a comedy or something like reservoir dogs <laughs> that is not christmasy at all no not at all okay i'm gonna take the one that we talked about earlier um the setup like setting up the, yeah that's on my list too christmas then. or like i guess we'll say from a child's perspective, if you're looking at it that way, like the presentation, the magic, how, yeah, like how about that? The the Christmas morning or uh, Eve in, in presentation magic, in magic, they would call it the prestige. Bam, <laughs> when the magic trick is revealed. Um, I love that though. Like I, I love also just like I mean, in the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about how I'm gonna re- arrange gifts overnight to surprise certain people, right? Or even how I was gonna like what I was gonna get like. Yeah, like I wasn't putting much thought in your gifts, but then when I came across that record for you, Brandon, I was like, "Oh, that would be fucking awesome!" And I, yeah. I'm like looking forward to that moment. I think that's that switch though, because as a kid, you're just excited about opening gifts. As an right. adult, it's all about like how do you set it up? Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. And watching your kids have fun. Yeah. Jim. Uh, so, my dad's side specifically always does an Xmas theme game, uh, and it's just something weird like. A couple of years back, we did one where you like you pick one person of your team that was randomly organized to turn him into a snowman, and it was just to wrap them in toilet paper, and then stick construction paper coal on them and a nose and that kind of thing, and it just like an arbitrary judge picks the winner. <laughs> so what is this like? Uh, so like a, a baby shower uh, like my, game or something like my aunt life? Deb and Uncle Den always make up this game. Okay, and they've made something new every year for my entire life. Okay, I'm gonna put uh, family games so it's more encompassing because I have one like that, and I think that families. What game do, do you play? Well, we did the what's the elephant game like? Where, where you, you put a trunk, like rob um, your neighbor or whatever like oh, I feel the white like, elephant I feel like the yeah. white elephant uh, like that would qualify yeah. as that type of game right yeah. like is that fair um like those uh, like those family Yankee, games that are individual to the family yeah and like the left right the lefts and the rights how they read a story about the left family and the right family. Oh, every time, and say, every time you, you say left or right, you got to pass yeah, the it's gift. It's yeah. Hot potato, yeah. I, it ends up. Okay, so family games is good. Yeah, that's Unders- fine. Okay. I, I just, feel like um, if we get too specific with some of these, that like the the bracket will be enormous. <laughs> well, no, the bracket will get like lost because um, we've only got. We're gonna do four more slots after, so we've got six more left. Okay. Um, so after we hit uh, Frank and I, we will start reading off what's left on our list, and um, then then I guess we'll go around and vote on which from our list we want to go in the last four spot spots. Okay. Um, Okay. Frank, it's your turn. Um, I 
kind of choosing between two. Both of them are things we've touched on already. Um, but I guess I'll go with uh, just parties in general. Especially this year, I'm missing Christmas more parties. and more. Yeah. Um, well, Christmas parties, I mean, going into New Year's parties, this is the time of year where people are off school. People have a break from work. They're having more, like, off days in a row. They're planning more things. This year is obviously the exception with COVID. Most people aren't planning shit. But um, I think that's why I'm kind of missing them more and, like, they made my list of, like, I just miss being around people and just having things to, like, I'm going somewhere this night to, like, hang around people, yeah. which isn't really happening. Yeah, it's going to be weird for us in that sense, too, because, like, we've already planned out this, especially after the COVID scare and, like, everything turned out fine. Family, even my family who was in the hospital, like, that got better. Um, or they're doing better anyway than they were like after that all happened at Thanksgiving though, like, yeah, it's going to be virtual this year. So it is, so I can definitely like feel that. And I think most people in 2020 can feel that on a personal level too. Like the fan, like those family times were really good. I think we've (laughs) missed it all year. We've missed like the sporting events, the movie theaters, the bars or whatever. But like it's right around Christmas where you're like, fuck now I really miss it because it's the people like, I don't, I do want to see for sure. I got to put, uh, this one on here just because this is my favorite tradition. Um, and this is one that gets passed down in my family. Um, reading Twas the Night Before Christmas, before bed on Christmas Eve. Uh, that is something. I think we did that growing up. Yeah, my dad did See, that. I don't think we read the story. I know we watched the cartoon, if you remember that. I don't remember what. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Was a car- yeah, we watched that, yeah. like a VHS copy every night before See, I, I specifically ever... remember the the scene of not a creature was stirring not even a mouse and a mouse pops out of a hole yeah the, yeah. the, the whole story <laughs> is a mouse family and yeah. yeah it's great yeah yeah i don't know i I, mean, I think it's pretty faithful i think they just read the book and set it to cart like set it yeah. to, to to christmas music or to into animation like yeah. it's pretty faithful i uh that was one that like my dad passed that down to me and it didn't get like it, i don't remember what age i was like 7 or 8 um, when I took over reading the, I was probably older than that, 10 or 11. I started reading the family, uh, and I did like all voices and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it became a thing where like now as a 33 year old, sometimes like they will still bring it up and I'm like, dude, I'm not reading the night. Before. I'll read it to my kids. I'm not reading it to this big ass family. Nothing, we weren't nothing to prove to you. I didn't know half of these motherfuckers when we were eight. <laughs> um, so, but that is, that's my favorite one. That's one that I look forward to every single year because I love reading that to my kids and like, because like, that's a good story to build up the excitement of going the fuck to sleep so I can set all this shit up and yeah. check all these other things <laughs> that, off I my mean, list. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I imagine that must be the, the biggest, like you finally get them to go to sleep. They're so excited and you're like, man, I got an hour worth of work ahead of me. Like, an hour? An hour? No way, dude. Like, <laughs> you just fucking throw some gifts like, I'm done. No, like, like three hours. Like, it's ridiculous. I'm so stupid the way that I do it. Because I do a bunch of, like, little shit, but I'll, like, I'll, like, wrap it individually so it looks bigger. I'm very methodical. So, yeah, me like, too. mine's very, th- well, it's it's mine's like- very the same. Every single year, like, I've gotten significantly faster as this goes along. Yeah, see, <laughs> not me. I love that I said an hour, but this year is the year I have to put together something, like, Ikea style, 
the <laughs> night before. Yeah. Brandon's going to get a message from me at like 5 in the morning being like, son of a bitch, I, I fucking like, hate Christmas. Did you, did you get the yeah. Allen drill or do you just got Allen keys? I, I don't even know. I haven't even opened the box yet. <laughs> He's just got whatever's in that. the box, yeah. that one shitty Allen wrench. And it's, it's going to be super tiny. It's like an inch like long and you're just wrecking your fingers you're gonna, trying you're to You're going to wake up to a thousand thread <laughs> messages of me just cursing sweet and like... <laughs> They, they include almost all the stuff you need, guys. <laughs> Fuck your meatballs. <laughs> all right, so this is the this is the last round of putting things on the list. So we'll start with Jim. We'll go around and just read off the rest of what's on your list, and then we can all have a debate over it and put one pick one on the list. Ice skating. I something I never did. Um, I I appreciate it because of movies and stuff, but I've never been a skater. I know Brandon probably has. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely skated. I come well, from a pretty heavy. I don't know that family, I've ever so been in skates. Like I've been in rollerblades. I would say though that like when you're reading your like when you're in this round, read off all of them, like in a row, and then we'll debate oh, which so one. Not just ice skating. Yeah, right. we'll just debate which one because otherwise you're gonna have a four hour episode here, <laughs> and okay. you don't want that. Uh, we, we haven't even started knocking these off the the list yet so a plastic wrap ball i guess you can consider that part of the family games okay a plastic wrap ball where it's got all sorts oh, of crap in it right yeah and you take off a, like a sheet and then you get yeah. a gift and it unwraps my it. sister is an evil genius when setting that crap up because she only like she doesn't do like a whole single strand she does like two and a half feet long strands where there's only one gift wrapped inside of that one and then all of a sudden you gotta go and find the next strand and it just gets more and more ridiculous as it gets smaller. Uh, all right. The cousins come in for Festivus. Uh, that's Oh, Festivus. Nice. Yeah. A Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, family blues games. All the guy. Everybody gets together. We go to a blues game. Uh, family street hockey game. Funny t-shirt exchange, which I'm excited for this year because I got my cousins some pretty awesome things. Nice. Like, I got... The Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, like the promo where he's holding the coffee creamer, and he says the cream of the crap. Nice, <laughs> but it's on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, uh, one of my favorite things that didn't start happening until after I met my wife and going to her family Christmas, her grandparents always give out a gift of paper and plastic products. Okay. Which is super underrated because it lasts you like six months. You don't got to go buy paper towels. Nice. You don't got to buy sandwich bags. It's amazing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you run out and you're like, man, I got an adult again. I got to make it to Christmas <laughs> again. That's actually kind of awesome. Uh, so I have this as a twofer. An unseasonably warm outdoor activity, which is probably something like stupid, just like throwing a football or frisbee. And then slashed with snowball fight. So, like, if we get snow, snowball fight. Right. If it's unseasonably warm for the week that they're all in town. Yeah. Yeah. And the snowball fight doesn't, and my family doesn't really know a whole lot of bounds. Like, it's it's been inside a couple of times. (laughs) (laughs) It's with rocks. Yeah. Put a rock in there. Exactly. Uh, Pick pick a random brewery in town and go to it. Our favorite has probably been Four Hands, but we'll just, like, roll a dice for six breweries. And whatever it lands on, we'll go to. Uh, have you guys heard of the game Jackbox TV? I love that. Yeah, we'll play that. I don't know if I know that. It's, so it's on it's, the Switch? Yeah, or, think... well, it's on the Xbox, any game. But you have to use your phone. Everyone has to log in. They give you a little code. You go to the website and put the code in, and then you put your answers in through your phone. 
So everyone's sitting in the living room, and it'll ask something on the TV. Everyone logs in. They'll give the answer, and they'll give you, like, it's really, it, there's different versions of the game that you can play. There's, like, six or seven of them now. But it's huh. all those mechanics of everyone using their phone and to, like, play And there's five little mini-games on each yeah. one that you buy, and it's only, like, $15. And then they, you get to put your own little, like, uh, you, I mean, your family would probably love it. Your family loves board game night, Brandon. Right. But you get to put your own screen name on, so people always throw up, like, funny things trying to make each other laugh. Gotcha. That's cool. It's kind of like uh, Cards Against Humanity on, like, with a TV, but there's like various element. different things. Like some of it's trivia, some of it's drawing. Like you'll you have or, to draw. Yeah. Like yeah, you have to try to get, draw something and people that, can guess what that it can is. get really immature really quick. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Usually does. <laughs> um, uh, my my last one is an NHL tourney. The the video game NHL is so it's like the same as Mario Kart. But yeah, you know. you're probably gonna end, you're probably gonna end up with two votes because we have four slots left. Um, but I'm I'm putting a vote on that. Well, no, because your family out your hockey game is probably probably like actually a playing game. hockey, like street hockey. Yeah, yeah. I like that one, but I well, almost don't know. It's kind of boils down that's... to family games, right? Though. Right. It's, it's kind of the same tradition. Read the re- read the rest of them again really quickly. All right. So NHL tourney, Jackbox TV tourney, uh, Festivus, the plastic wrap ball. Family, like actual go to the blues game, uh, street hockey, funny T-shirt exchange, uh, paper pl- paper and plastic products. I'm gonna go with Festivus because it's family. Oh, I well, love the it. shit. That's your that's your family gatherings, right? Mine? Yeah. No. Why? Parties? Oh, well, well I mean, yeah. like it lasts from when they get here till they leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have out of town family. I always have. All right, I'm putting Festivus on there. Because, is is that good? Because they're they're, all, they're only in like once twice a year, but they're always here for Christmas. Like if if somebody comes in only once that year, mm-hmm. it's for Christmas. For Christmas, all the way through New Year's. So Festivus on the list. Yep, I'm fine with that. I'm a big Seinfeld fan. Okay, fuck Me you, too. Steve Bannon. <laughs> all right, damn it, Frank. Read yours off. Um. Some of mine are going to touch on areas we already touched on. Uh, one that we didn't get to, which is just generic, is just the idea of giving gifts. It's one of my favorite things about December. I love the idea of just having the excuse to be like, here's a fucking present, you know? I'm going to put that on the list in the fourth spot because I had that on my list as well, and I think giving gifts should be on the Christmas traditions yeah. Yeah. list. If it's not, it's a travesty, so and we all like, don't deserve our jobs, Even though, like, we don't get paid right now, there are, <laughs> yeah, right now, there are Christmas trees out there with presents for me under them right now, but, like, I'm... And I'm curious what those presents are, but I'm much more interested in the reaction I'm going to get from pe- watching people open shit that I bought them. That I, like, spent time thinking about and spent time tracking down and then spent even more time frustratingly fucking rapping. Yeah. You know, like, they better fucking appreciate it. I'm pretty sure they will. Um, Stacy wrapped your gifts. Like, she did uh, a great job. Yeah. I, I love that Jim a minute ago said, like, how do you wrap a coffee cup? And I was like, well, fucking Brandon. Appar- well, apparently Stacy no, did. Stacy did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So giving presents, number one, uh, s- snow in general. I know we touched on snowmen and snow, uh, snow angels. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea. Like we, When we got that small dust thing, I was driving in the middle of the night home when it was snowing, and I was just like, I fucking love this. Yeah. I had the Charlie Brown soundtrack on in the background playing real low. I, actually, like, I don't like driving in snow after the fact. 
No, but right. as it and as I it's falling, when, it, when yes. there's not a whole lot on the ground, yeah. and I'm not gonna die. Yes, I like driving. Or like that. once I got home and it was it was really falling, I was like, "This is great." I hate when it's melting and it's brown and it's yeah. Dude, heaps of last shit. Last year, it snowed all day while we were at work, and we made the decision to leave at like 12:30 because we were able to squeeze all of our study work out in that yeah. time period. And uh, it took me three hours and some change to get home from downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck What's that. normally a 40 minute commute, three hours and some change. Yeah. I used to turn my, like, I had. Uh, I burned through some podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I've had some, some days like that leaving work where, like, 25 minutes turned into the same thing like yeah. a couple hours just like dude fuck. So I don't like driving in snow but I do love if you're at home and you like especially on a snow day like if they call a snow day no one has to leave everyone's safe you're just gonna cook a big breakfast and everyone's gonna hang out and eat, eat all day and then you look outside and you see snow like it's fucking great yeah. I, don't know, I love it agreed um another shit I don't know if you guys did this nothing is open on Christmas and after you open gifts there's not a lot to do there's no businesses open except movie theaters. Yeah. For some reason, movie the- theaters. And I worked at a movie theater for, like, fucking years. And I worked and every stations. Christmas for, like, half a decade. Yep. Yeah. So we, we, like, usually went and saw a movie. Because, like, as a kid, you really want to go to Walmart or the mall because you have right. gift cards or money. Yeah. But all you can do is, like, well, you can see a movie or you can go the fuck home. That's a good one. <clears throat> um, uh, Fireplaces and bonfires. I, the only time I really, like wish i had a chimney is christmas time yeah is like the crackling fire is something i just the sound agreed um hot cocoa bright sweaters which i don't like sweaters i'm really excited about moving next year because i'll finally have a fireplace again yes yeah like growing up we always had a fireplace yeah Yeah. when you said the the, the uh, the crackling of the logs i was like in the smell like walking into my i remember walking into our grandma's place like at like as a kid and like oh yeah especially if you get a hold of some cedar amazing yeah. yeah um the only other things i had that we really haven't touched on is one that is just dear to my heart is making a end of the year list at the end of the year i compile like my favorite albums my favorite songs my favorite movies I yeah. do, i'm a big nerd with top 10 lists and i have another friend mike who like we share a list with each other that's a great because like christmas is kind of that uh the deadline i, I start in like december or the the end of november and i start compiling like this year has been really odd because there hasn't been a lot of movies right and music has been like way more uh sporadic and you know like people are just dropping random shit they record in quarantine true uh but i love just like the year interview feel i love that of looking back at a year and being like what all happened and like kind of categorizing uh you know 365 days as one set of you know human experience yeah i'm going with fireplace yeah. I like movie. The only other one I but have my on my vote is for fireplace. The only other one I have on my list is just doing this recording episodes is like my new favorite tradition. Around yeah, I Christmas. actually put that as my last one on my list too. Yeah. Uh, was the the two times annual Christian <laughs> Christmas special. Um, <laughs> fireplace, good yeah. with everyone. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, that's fireplace. the most substantial. All right, now I'll read you off mine quickly. I know which one I want to go on the list, but I'll give you guys a vote. Anyway, um, so movies and music are already on the list. Baking Christmas cookies, which none of them I can eat anymore. 
Um, let's see. I'm surprised that didn't that make sucks. it on any of our other lists. Yeah. yeah. You can't. Trimming that... trees, the tree trimming party, or like putting up decorations, I think is a like is an awesome one. Yeah. Um, you file that under decorating. And then let's see. Shopping, Christmas cards, wrapping, and oh, so one that I do, I'll do this as a twofer, although only one of them could go on the list. Um, two things that I did when I was very young. Uh, I grew up in a Catholic house, and we did St. Nicholas on, like, the St. Nicholas was a separate night, December 6th, I think. So on December 5th, you would put your shoes by the um, by the fireplace, and then in the morning on December 6th, you would wake up, and there would be, like, candy and shit. Just little shit, not, like, presents or anything. Yeah. Just, like, candy and chocolate and whatever. And that um, was, like, the start of Christmas season, um, at least in my five or seven eight year old brain like that whenever we got to put the shoes out was like when we got to start decorating and then tree trimming and then all of this is moving so fast um so that was one when i was a kid and reindeer food is one that i is one that my family has always done is that like puppy chow uh no so reindeer food is just similar it's piggybacking to the milk and cookies for santa um but it is oatmeal in a like Ziploc bag or container or whatever, throw some like cookie sprinkles in there. I think, and then have the kids sprinkle it in the I yard. Think Eddie for school Rudolph did that one year. Her <laughs> yeah, teacher that's, that's did adorable. that. She brought it home. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. Yeah, the yeah. the yeah. I think it was both of my brothers. I and, think brought yeah, that home in kindergarten. Sprinkle it in the yard. Yep, sprinkle yeah. it in the yard, and then so like our family <laughs> tradition. The, lo- the local dogs eat that shit up all right. week. Like, Squirrels and shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. Birds mostly. It probably yeah. Probably doesn't hurt the wildlife. Just no oats. Yeah. You know? Um. But that's always that's our that's our tradition is we do the reindeer food tricking kids. Yeah. Sprinkle that in the yard. Twas the night before Christmas. Bed, and then the presentation. So um, I'm gonna say that out of those, I think I want to put the Saint Nick. Is that good? Yeah. The shoes. It'll probably get knocked off the list. Yeah, that's not a tradition I'm aware of or, or like, ever participated in, but I can see that being... Um, uh, I mean, it kind of goes into that whole realm of lead-up traditions. And church service and family photos also on the... I would actually think those are much more universal, I think. (laughs) The family photos. No. (laughs) Um, da, 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 da. I don't know if we ever did family photos, but I think Christmas is the only time where everyone's dressed nice and allows themselves to be like, no one puts up a fuss about All, their photo being every, taken. Every time we get together for whatever holiday, so Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, there's always family photos, at whatever house. That's why I loathe them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would mind it if there's like. 10 or 15 people. I think if when it's just me and someone else, it's like, hi, ah, now I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I am Kevin from Home Alone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, we got to do this. Uh. <laughs> All right. Let's start knocking some of these off. Kevin, the mailman, 
is the only man I see. When he drives by, I yell, Kevin, hi! Can you come here and talk to me? But Kevin, the mailman, didn't stop, he drove away. As he waved goodbye, I kind of wanted to cry, because I'm really lonely. All right. Let's see what we have here in this uh, here first round. All right, let's do some voting now. Uh, first up, we've got Mario Kart versus Christmas Lights Drive, or just Christmas Lights in general. I got to go against my own. El Clasico is the is Christmas, Christmas Lights. Lights Drive. Christmas Lights yeah. unanimous? Oh, yeah, 100%. That's way more universal. I think that's something not everyone does, but I think we all three did it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And still do it. Uh, as much as I look forward to the Mario Kart tourney. I think even if I, you don't specifically go out to view a Christmas light, like just driving around and seeing them. It's yeah. Still, you like, got to see who it. the Griswolds are. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah, right. some people are very kick-ass go, at it. Yeah. yeah they, they do a good good job. Uh, some people have real, like, quality and quantity, and other people just have quantity, like out the wazoo. Like, <laughs> right, right. Like the there's, an, there's an inflatable in every inch of their yard. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay, next up in the first round, um, NHL Winter Classic versus Snow Days. So are we just saying Winter Classic or like um, things that only come on well, once a year like the like Sporting the, events. Well, sporting events, you also have, like, the Macy's Day Parade. Things can, that only happen... We can say that, yeah. Right. We can say once-a-year events, um, including... I would say Christmas movies are the, still uh, in their separate the, thing. The, the New Year's Did Eve we have countdown. a bunch of once-a-year events? Well, the New Year's Eve countdown only happens... Do we have that on the in the list, though? Well, no, I'm just thinking no. if we spread... Because that might be oh, a little... Oh, add small. on to it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, if we're trying to generalize it... Because I think if we're going that one specific memory, it might not have much of a chance snack up, uh, stacking up against snow days, which everyone has more of a memory of. Right. Uh, what do you want to do? It's your item. You keep it's it whatever. Winter. I mean, like, I've had a million snow days in my life. Well, not that many, but a lot of snow days in my lifetime. I cherish watching the Winter Classic with my family in the living room. We'll keep Winter Classic on the list. You want yeah, to vote? Fine with me. I have to vote against it, though. Because, I would also. Okay. I don't watch it, so I would have to go with snow days because there, there's something like watching that ticker and on uh, on the local news, waiting for, oh, your, waiting school for district, your school to pop up. Oh yeah. my god, that was <laughs> definitely the if, number if one it, thing. If it yeah. pops up before nine thirty, you're like, oh yes, I get yeah. to stay up. Yeah. Yes, then you have to go wait. But in if, the school if bus. you're waiting until like ten o'clock, then your parents are like, go the f to sleep. You're like, I was the kid that was up at like four in the morning checking oh, yeah. it myself. And then, like, if it didn't happen, <laughs> just even, being like, no, the no, only, mom, no, I mean, there's no way. I didn't even sleep last night. <laughs> let's all be honest. The only reason we know what school district our school was in was, was because, because of the ticker. That's how they fucking said. Yep. Probably. Yep. Yeah. You're probably not wrong on that. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we have uh, snowmen sledding, snowballs, eight snow angels, um, versus milk and cookie, f- milk and cookies Ooh, slash reindeer a, food. It's gonna be a hard one for Santa. And Rudolph. I'm going with sled and snowballs and snowmen. I think I probably would too. 
Because I actually well, get to do that. Whereas, I don't think there well, is. Well, now I get to do the milk and cookies for Santa because I'm fucking Santa. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did I did the milk. Well, you get to eat them now. You got to yeah. put them out yeah. as a kid. Yeah. I think uh, I probably did milk and cookies more as a tr- tradition. Uh, but I sledding is in, like, snowball fights and that kind of thing. Like, well, building, well, or building a snowman, rather. I, that's more of a, I don't know, I, I associate that. I have more fond memories of that. While I disagree with your decision, I have been outvoted, so. Democracy. <laughs> Democracy. <laughs> Unlike Trump, you will uh, accept the vote. Right. Um, <laughs> hide the pickle or find the pickle versus. <laughs> hide the pickle just sounds like a sex thing. It does. <laughs> yeah. Or Christmas movies. I was going to say Xmas movies, but then Frank made his comment. Just get rid of the X. I don't like a whole heck of a lot of Christmas movies. I'm s- so I got to go with them. Yeah, and they're overly sentimental a lot of the time. I'm going with Christmas movies. I think I probably would too if I'm voting. I um, I watch all of them like a cornball every single year. Yeah, I've seen Rudolph too. 700 times this year. Yeah. Nah. I've seen they're so short. Not like for me. it's easy yeah. to put on a 20 minute. It's a 54 minute or is it movie. That, that's yeah. that's whenever I get up and go play my Xbox. <laughs> um okay. So Although hide the pickle is a great tradition. I am positive that was started by a poor immigrant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With that theory. Sticking with it. We used to do it in the motherland. Yes. <laughs> Um, man, I shouldn't have put these up. Christmas, like parties, get-togethers, uh, versus Twas the Night Before Christmas. Either the mm. book or cartoon. See, I think I would go with Christmas parties, but probably only because of COVID, making them more special or me more nostalgic. For yeah, them. that's entirely normally, possible. That I it's think inflated. normally I would go with, because it's probably the most famous Christmas Christmas book, like, yeah. uh, children's book of all time, like. Or it, even Ryan. And like, redone in a million even, different even ways. In, the Simpsons yeah, probably I mean, have a around, Twas the Night. When the fuck was it written? Even in, in absence. 1800s? 1800s, yeah. yeah. Even in absence of COVID, I still enjoy going to Christmas parties, even if it's with work. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy them. I just can't. Like, for me personally, Twas the Night is the, like, that's the one thing that will happen every year. And no matter, like, who in my family is doing it. So, like, that's the one I'm going with. What are you going with? Parties? Both? Yeah, I probably will. Okay. Um, I, I'm kind of on the fence about either one. I could I could see either one winning, but uh, parties mean more to me, and it probably is more because of COVID. Okay. And you can Zoom that story. You can just tell people. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Let's see. The Christmas presentation, whether you're a kid opening gifts or a parent setting them up, um, right. versus like family games like uh, Rob Your Neighbor or... Um, the presentation. Or Secret yeah. Santa, even, I would guess, would be put on that list. I think like, the, yeah. the presentation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think would. presentation, too. Did you guys ever have any that came full circle? Like, as a kid, I remember getting bikes uh, that my I think my grandmother probably bought us. And they had a thing, like, during Christmas. We, we always open on Christmas Eve. is like, the time we all get together and open gifts that e- evening. And as we're opening gifts, we always heard, like, we would hear the doorbell ring. Go and open the door, and there'd be like three bikes sitting there waiting for us. Oh, nice. As a kid, that was awesome. But as an adult, it's even more awesome being like, 
hey, Frankie, while they're opening gifts, I need you to sneak out and help yeah. put the bikes up and then ring the doorbell and run. We did do... Uh, like, getting to, to, like, get on the other side of that's awesome. We had an uncle who dressed up as Santa and, like, would come down the street with, like, sleigh bells and, like, a sack on his... And, like, would knock on the door and give all the kids something that my grandparents bought. Um, and then, like, as we got older, like he got elves and they were always chosen from the family and it was just explained like he, well he doesn't know how to get around the neighborhood again <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, very generous really shitty sense of direction i mean yeah kids are kids are dumb but that's what makes the holidays awesome is that kids are dumb because if kids weren't <laughs> if we didn't lie to kids like they wouldn't the holidays wouldn't be as fun for real yeah that's true I mean, uh, okay, fireplace Christmas versus... Christmas is definitely more for the adults than it is the kids when you really uh, yeah, think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, fireplace, like bonfires, fires, sitting by the fire, roasting chestnuts. Um, I don't do any Making s'mores, <laughs> whatever. Versus Festivus. Oh, Festivus. The, I'd have to go with the fire, personally. I do, too. I have to go um, with the fire, too, because I... I love that sound. That's and the one time I really love a, a good bonfire. I do. I am Jim though here, or I'm, uh, like you had expressed, missing having a fireplace. I miss having a fireplace like very much. I do, but I really enjoy Festivus. <laughs> it's, it's it's a week to a week and a half depending on how long everybody's in town, <laughs> and it's. Amazing. The, the airing of grievances. I would, <laughs> I would love that, but I think... Do you air grievances? Not really. See, if I mean, you were to say yes, I would have changed my vote. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, uh, we, we all get along pretty darn well. I think my brother... That would be the like, best, the, that's the best one, time to There's air one particular cousin, in which case I always have a grievance with, but that's year-round. It doesn't... Cause <laughs> she lives yeah. here. Yeah. I think because I don't... My, my brother and I are probably the only one that would get the Festivus ref, reference in my family. We don't have a lot of Seinfeld watchers. So I think I'd have to go with, like, an open fire, especially since my grandmother has a uh, a chimney at her house, which is, like, not a thing that anybody else I know yeah, we, has. We mash up Festivus with, like, Griswold's fucking, you know, Christmas like vacation. The, uh, the so, like, al- like alternate we, Christmas we all have the little moose cup. We all have it. Nice. We all drink out of it for that entire time. See, in that, in that respect, I can see how that would be way more fun for you. All right, I'll change my vote just to yes! as a Christmas present. <laughs> I do. I do love the Festivus tree, the pole, the, the pole. Sh- shiny metal pole. Uh, tree trimming versus giving gifts. Or just tree trimming, not or like, like cutting or- down a tree. Tree trimming is in decorating like a decorating tree. a tree, decorating. I'm gonna go with tree trimming just because giving gifts is the presentation, which we already voted on. Yeah, yeah. I would say the decorating the a tree is the way I would put it, though, because I think that's the more festive way to the festive part of that, or cutting down a tree. Did you guys select trees growing up? Was like, did you have? We did it once, but we we've had a fake tree forever. That's the one tradition that I don't know that many people actually do that. My like, my cousins. The ones that we stay at their house for Festivus, uh, they always go and pick a tree. And Ian has a fascination with short and wide trees because they're easy to put the topper on and there's a lot of space to put all the other ornaments. Yeah, yeah. And There's some logic there. Uh, Not bad. It was exceptionally short and wide last year. And 
the night that my cousin Kyle got in town, we're all standing around the counter drinking, and he looks over at the tree and he goes, "Why the hell did you get Danny DeVito for a tree?" <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right. Is it a chud? Figure <laughs> around it is longer. <laughs> yeah. All is right. it a, a Jode is long and skinny? Jode. That's what it is. Not a chud. A Jode. <laughs> Round two. Christmas movies versus, ooh, Christmas lights drive, whatever. Mm, I think Christmas lights would have to win for me. I'm, I have to say the same. I don't think there's the other one? movies. Oh, yeah. I don't Christmas think there's, lights. there's not as uh, universal a feeling about the movies that are great, but I think everyone loves a good Christmas light decoration display. Um, okay. Christmas, see, this is... This is going to get tricky. Now I've got Christmas parties going up against Festivus, which is very similar. Well, Christmas parties, but because that includes Festivus. Festivus is more grandiose. I'm voting against it this time. It's more grandiose. I, I got it in like the second one, round. There's more than one I'm calling it the San Jose Sharks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you see NHL released over the past 20 years? Uh, how many playoff wins each team has. So the Penguins are number one. They got three cups. That makes sense. The Sharks are number two with like 109 playoff game wins nice. with no cups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's rough being in San Jose. Uh, the Blues only had like 50-something, like 50, mid-50s on wins. That's wild. Because and we got one cup. Yeah, so well, like, it makes sense, though. Because we've made the playoffs quite a dang yeah, bit. We've also the, got swept out of the playoffs in the yeah. first round a lot. I, uh, will, I will say for the list, though, I would go with gatherings as, like, overall just because of... I would, too. I think it also, not just Christmas, but wintertime. It's the time that you're... New Year's. Yeah. Even starting really on Thanksgiving, yeah. like, it kicks off that, at least... Even Halloween. Like, once they start getting, like, dark and shitty and, and cold, we start being like, hey, why don't once a month we all get We start together. looking forward to the next thing. As right. soon as Halloween's yeah. over, we're like, Thanksgiving's in a couple of weeks. What's the next like, indoor <laughs> event I can see you all oh, at? Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys, we're going to eat for Thanksgiving. We're going to get presents for uh, uh, yeah. Christmas. Sucks, we're going to have sex on, on Valentine's Day. Don't <laughs> worry. We'll get through this. I don't talk to my kids about the Valentine's Day festivities. <laughs> this year sucks so bad. Uh, yeah, That's the best it of it's just for Brandon, not for all, all of them. the for all the great for winter truth. activities are usually indoors. Yes, yes, this is accurate. Can't do them. All right, uh, here we go. Um, on the other side of the bracket, snow days, staying home from school or work versus decorating for Christmas, Christmas trees, oh, wreaths. Shit. I feel like I we've th- done this several different times. I think uh, snow what days was- is my favorite, but yeah. I think decorating is something I do more. We so had tree trimming that. like last bracket. Yeah, it won. So, so you're going decorating versus tree trimming eventually? No, you can't do that. We're going to go with snow days. No, we don't have any. Presentation is different from decorating. Well, what about tree trimming from decorating? Huh? Tree trimming from deck. They're not both on the list. I was smart enough to write, not write down the same thing twice. You'll see. I'm questionable on this one. You'll see. Snow days. Snow days versus okay. So what did you go with decorating um, the like the tree? For I'll Christmas? go with de- yeah. Okay, uh, that's what I would say too. Um, 
so then we've got the, no the Christmas lie. presentation, being Santa or opening the gifts, versus snowball fights, snowman sledding. Mm. That's tough. That I would say tough. probably sledding and snowman for me as more of a. As much as I, I don't know, I could go either way. Both but. of them are such rare events. I'm going presentation. Like, like you might get five a year out of snow events, like sledding and snowball fights and whatnot. Yeah, they're so rare. I think is what adds to the charm. But then, obviously, the presentation is only one day a year. Well, and since Snow Day didn't win, yeah, I think this but is like, like it's the day that you plan for all year. Like it's the right. payoff of all of well, the shit. Well, that we like as a parent to a kid, you get it twice for their birthday and Christmas. But yeah. Christmas, yeah. it's all of them together. But I think because the yeah. Snow Day didn't win, it isn't going to be on the list. I like the idea of sledding in this because they often come like when there is a snow day, you get to make snowmen and snow angels and go sledding. You can make your argument. I'm still voting against that. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm I'm voting for the presentation. Where's your holiday spirit? I feel like. I've got a lot of holiday spirit. I can, I can see the what the feel final like a lot four of, are. A lot of preparation goes into presentation, whereas the sledding and everything yeah, is very um, spontaneous. It's that I'm not day. willing to die on this hill. I'm, I probably have more fun, honestly. Presentation. If, today, presentation. if you're like, Frank, do you want to go sledding? I'm like, it's fucking cold out. No. <laughs> <laughs> when it's in the 30s and 20s. Do you want to wrap nope. a present? Yeah, is that indoors? I can do that. Sweet. We have two more rounds left. Should 
presentation. I yeah. There's nothing nothing beats seeing a kid like light up or you know, especially when you get it right. When you get something like that, they're gonna freak out about. They really want it. So that brings us to the end of the Christmas 2020 bracket. The final is two. It, is it weird that Caroling didn't make her a list at all, despite that being? It was a, on my uh, list. Was it? Yeah. I, I it was thought on that my would list. come up, and no one said it. It didn't get. Oh. Have any of you actually been Caroling? Yes, as a you kid. Sung to people? No, nope. mm-hmm. never done it. Did, yeah. they, did they give you? You were anything? never Boy Scouts. Never did it or anything. I never have. Not, yeah. not my den. I did. Did anybody give you hot chocolate or anything, or did they just say like thank you and shut the door? No, usually like we brought that. Like we we would bring our own like oh, thermos. Shit. Full I would of... be okay with the tradition if they brought me food and drink. Like I thought <laughs> yeah. I had to supply it. No, I don't want it. Like, I don't open the door. See, here's the problem though. We have like this whole fear that like we're getting razor blades and fucking Halloween candy, and we're like just give us food from <laughs> your home. You didn't even <laughs> expect us. We just showed up singing. We're kind of fucking crazy. And I know I've been asking you. To Stand at the door listening to us sing Letting the Cold In, but go make us cocoa. Right. Um, all right. So, our final two we've got the Christmas lights experience, however you experience that, versus the presentation on uh, Christmas morning. Oh. It's a good final two. Like, it, it's a very solid. Yeah. Do you like, want to do a pro and con for each one, or you just want to vote? Um, I, can, it's, I, 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 can, I mean, we I'm can, not going to be happy. I'm not gonna be depressed either one that no, was like I'm not either. For me, uh, as an adult, I like the presentation more because it fills me with more joy watching the kids who are supposed to be the people really enjoying Christmas. Like, yeah, I, I, have... I like seeing that. As a kid, I think I probably would have seen like the lights were. I didn't care about the presentation so much as I liked all the pretty lights and like. It, it knew it was Christmas time. I knew I was getting. I don't know. Gifts. They both have very very sentimental value. Um... Because I love, I love both experiences for, for their own unique, like uniqueness. Well, and how much they're tied together too. Like, cr- Christmas presents look amazing, partially because the the tree is fucking illuminated yeah. above it, and like, yeah. I have to go with the presentation though, like because for as jolly as Christmas is and whatever, but, like there's a lot can of stress. You have Christmas without the lights. Yeah, well, without the presentation, though, because that's the whole reason we wrap gifts is because... Ooh, that's a good argument, though. Because if you did have... Because without the lights on the tree, it's dull. Yeah. That is what makes it festive. So then we don't need presents at all. <laughs> we could have a whole separate <laughs> podcast. Let's go into the third hour. Um... We don't. Do we need presents? Like we only. Like we need them both. I We've been we, railroaded here. We blew the we lid off this Christmas thing. We can't make this choice. <laughs> this is the real war on it's Christmas. Took us fucking four years, two episodes, and wait several this, hours. Is this what that Jesus guy was talking about all along? <laughs> we can't really make this choice. I don't know. It's hard. It's the chicken um, and the egg. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, but we have to. We can't. We're not gonna end 2020 without making a decision. We're not gonna you, stop you, the count. <laughs> We're not stopping you, the count. You can definitely have the presents without the lights. I yeah. would venture to say that it's been done many a times before. Yeah. I think it's just the presentation. Like, even if you don't have a great gift, just the idea of giving. I it guarantee to someone... you, there's households out there without a tree, and the presents yeah. are still there. Yeah. Or even if there's not presents, presentation is much like doesn't have to because we experience presents. That's the way that we like the gift giving thing. But like. Presentation doesn't have to mean gifts at all. It can just be whatever the 
whatever the routine is. I think for that reason, I have to go with presentation. Like, lights are good, but, like, more people can experience Christmas than can experience Christmas lights or the holidays. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. even if they have absolutely nothing, everybody's going to be together. Yeah, I think I, think I got to go with presentation. The household. Yeah. yeah. I think yep. even this year, if it's a Zoom call, too, there's still going to be that thing of, like, talking to people. We did it year. for Thanksgiving, so I'm, right. I imagine we'll do it again for Christmas. Yeah, we definitely will. Uh, we we tried to do the socially distant thing. It didn't work so well. I mean, it did. And like, there's... It, did, it did in a sense that the only people that got it were, were those close. Close to each other. Well, yeah. and not even at necessarily at the party, but actually like lived together yeah. and or hung out right. outside of the party. Yeah. So like, I mean that it does make sense how that happened and it didn't really spread. So it worked, but, but I'd be gun shy too. At the I'd same, absolutely be gun shy. Yeah. At the same time I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, vaccine's a couple of months away, so I'll see you. Yeah. I'll <laughs> see you online until yeah. then. I'll see you see you maybe Easter. Yeah, more than likely going to be around like when did like Jesus Memorial Day we'll do a special little get <laughs> when together. When did Jesus no rise? Yeah. That's when I'll come out. <laughs> right. Um so that's it. That's all I've got for for this uh episode. Um we have now settled that presentation is we've we've cracked that case. So, so. give people fucking gifts this year. So uh, I I don't know. I I, I don't have anything else. I do know that this is the last. This will be the last episode um, of 2020 uh, because, like I said, we we purposely lightened up the schedule at the end of the year because we we've done a lot this year, and I wanted to be able to spend this time. The year we quit podcast. The year we quit we podcast. A lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and I know this one went long and I would probably expect another long one within the first week. My hope for that, and I'm telling, I'm putting you guys on the spot by telling you this with a microphone in front of us is that we will, the Georgia runoff is on January 6th. New Year's day is on a Friday. My hope is that we can like record and post the weekend prior to that election. Um, because I think that we should post like I there are some things I, w- I want to get in on that election um, and all of the crazy shit that has gone on in this week that made me go am I really doing a fucking Christmas episode now like I have so many things to yell about um, but this one was good so Just calm down right hold on to it we'll we'll enjoy the rest of 2020 and then we'll start bitching and we'll probably have some announcements in January too, um, maybe on that, maybe on that, uh, (laughs) episode. So yeah. Anything else before we end this year of podcasting? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Good work, gentlemen. Yeah, it was good. We, uh, it was fun this year. Interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting year. Yeah. Like, I think next year might even be more interesting too. We'll see. it, It helped us rationalize our thoughts if nothing else. It, uh, I, we've been on a roller coaster with a lot of the years we've been podcasting, but none more than like oh 2020. My. Of yeah. like, kind of like weren't really interested in the beginning, and then like super it's impressed like usually, with the pandemic, and then yeah. really happy Trump le- like got defeated, and then really sad he wouldn't concede. Yeah, usually, yeah. Usually we're just going on an up and downhill roller coaster. Maybe there's a turn here and just there. Feels but like it's this, been down. this year. <laughs> this year has been 
like an 80 degree angle down and all of a sudden you go through a loop and a corkscrew and then you go back up you turn you breathe for a little bit and you go straight back down again You're upside down almost the whole fucking time. yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah it's it's funny the, all my blood's in my head right <laughs> I'm, I'm dizzy and the safety harness only clicked on one side so we're not completely <laughs> yeah, we don't know exactly how this ride ends um, but we'll find out together in January. So, and then, like I said, we'll have some announcements in January too that I look forward to, um, about about future happenings. So, anyway, until then, until January, uh, enjoy the holidays. If you are listening, stay to this, safe. Stay, stay safe. Distanced. Wear a fucking mask. Yeah, just just be good and healthy and safe. And uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. You're a nightmare, Mr. Trump. You're a cow, a sexist stooge. Mocking disabled reporters, calling women ugly too, Donald Trump. The three words that best describe your lack of political experience are as follows, and I quote, Huge, huge, huge. You're a mean one. Mr. Trump, this campaign you have derailed. You're an electoral fungus topped with cotton candy hair, Mr. Trump. Your candidacy is an appalling dump heap overflowing with the most disgraceful assortment of deplorable rubbish imaginable. And you probably disapprove of this song because it's about Christmas, but it's not religious enough, even though you don't really care. Jesus fucking Christ! A crocodile. The Devil's Advocate Podcast is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condit and co-hosted by Franklin Everhart and Jim Hellman. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. I was looking up like War on Christmas shit, yeah. and I, ca- I finally came across one that was 2020. And it was some dude being like, last year they hated fucking uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Now they hate Rudolph. And I was like, I did this two years ago. Like, the Rudolph what? one? Yeah. This isn't yeah. new. So I went and Baby found Baby It's Cold him. Outside was also I two years ago. I found the author on Twitter and was like, and noticed that the tweet, which was put out three and a half weeks ago, had no comments on it. And I was like, what? Fucking, that's just extra points for Own me. Own goal. Because he's gonna <laughs> see it. Yeah, so I went on and I was like, oh, I am somebody the, commented I, I on it. Like, oh. I'm so glad, <laughs> so glad that I'm the first comment. You suck. I did this story two years ago. You has been. Do my job for me better. <laughs> <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs>